using free speech to free minds. It's the David Knight Show. It's Tuesday, December 8th, 2020. I'm David Knight, your host. Today is V-Day. V-Day in the UK. And uh, many people were telling the conservative government's uh, health minister that he should stop using that term since it was uh, just featured in a dystopian uh, series, TV series called Utopia. It's actually uh, dystopian. And uh, yet he does, <laughs> because we are now in the propaganda phase of this rollout. And so as we have, uh, we'll take a look at the COVID cronyism, the political maneuvering for credit for this. President Trump is demanding credit. These vaccine companies are giving the information to Biden and they say, well, we don't know if we're going to have enough for Americans. Oh, President Trump says, oh, we're going to give to the Americans first. And back and forth, they're clamoring over who gets credit for licking the boots of their globalist masters. Will it be Trump or will it be Biden? And when we look at the people that Biden has picked for his health department, I think it's very significant that he picked Javier Becerra, the uh, person who replaced Kamala Harris as attorney general. This guy came after the Center for Medical Progress, as they expose the trafficking in body parts. Remember, they're being prosecuted in California for doing an investigation. Oh, well, you recorded these people conspiring to commit criminal, heinous, immoral acts. And, of course, let's never forget the fact that it's now been shown that one of their chief customers was Fauci's own NIH. Hmm. Maybe that's why nothing was done about this. These Nazi scientists that we have at the NIH producing gain-of-function research that even their own uh, uh, colleagues in the uh, business say uh, there's absolutely nothing that can come good out of this. Why would you do this? Why would you create these chimera? They can escape. It could be a real pandemic. And, of course, that is the ultimate plan. Uh, This time it wasn't. This time the pandemic, the plan, was the Chinese virus of tyranny. Yeah, that was also the thing that came out of China. And now we're all becoming China. But when we look at Javier Becerra going to Health and Human Services, what that tells me is that in the second phase of this, the first phase was to have Trump uh, the current person who is uh, head of HHS is Alex Azar. Now, Alex Azar was the former president of Eli Lilly. And boy, he has been a big pusher for all these pharmaceutical drugs. So the first phase of this was to get uh, Trump, or I should say Fauci, President Fauci, turn over 
uh, the presidency to these two very smart people who will ally with former pharmaceutical executives, create a giant stockpile of these vaccines and tell President Trump, yeah, you get these things done quickly enough. Um, uh, we'll get the economy back. You just push this and uh, we'll get the economy back. We'll deliver it with the military. We'll pay for the research. We'll buy the vaccines and we'll deliver it with the military. How about that? And uh, now they're going to give the credit to Biden. And after President Trump has stockpiled it, now the big pharmaceutical executive who's head of HHS would be replaced by Biden with an attorney general lawyer. Because now we're at the stage where we're going to enforce this. Get ready for the legal warfare against your rights to force you to take these vaccines that Trump has foolishly stockpiled. We'll be right back. In a world of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, The David Knight Show. It's Tuesday, December 8th. Year of our Lord, 2020. I'm David Knight, your host. It is day 267. 267 days of America lockdown. The rest of the world lockdown. And now this dystopian mandatory vaccine program is beginning in the UK. Oh, it's not mandatory. I see all these people protesting. Show me where it's mandatory. Show me where it's mandatory. Well, it's really not too hard, right? I mean, all they're doing is they're talking about this constantly. Wargaming, how they're going to use legal maneuvers and corporate and employer mandates to force you to do this. You have the media, conservative media, not just liberal media, conservative media, like I pointed out yesterday, New York Post. Oh, look at this. These uh, people we were calling heroes last week, the nurses and the firefighters and the first responders and the Military, they're saying they don't want to get this. And, of course, the military is not saying that. The military, they take the orders, and they take the shots, and they take the vaccines. We've had a lot of interviews with soldiers who have been injured by the medical experimentation done on them and the military. They treat their heroes like guinea pigs. And why not? Because they send them out like lambs to the slaughter. And unnecessary, unconstitutional, unending, undeclared wars. But why not experiment on them? Henry Kissinger, they're just animals, right? That's the way they treat the military. That's the way they're going to treat the nurses and the firefighters as well. See, before you stick the knife in somebody's back or the vaccine in their arm, you got to get behind them, right? That's the way it always works. Oh, I love you guys. You guys are just great. Hey. Uh, I got a shot for you here. Yeah, I haven't tested it. Didn't test the anthrax, didn't test any of this stuff, right? Uh, yeah, we'll use you for the test. You are the test. Well, it is a massive global rollout of uh, this vaccine. And I had uh, uh, an interesting email sent to me. If you want to send me emails, uh, you can send them to David Knight Show at ProtonMail.com. David Knight Show. Uh, you got to put the show in there because there is a David Knight, unfortunately, that is getting, 
stuff at Proton Mail. So it's David Knight Show at ProtonMail.com. He must get some interesting email because I get a lot of interesting email. Uh, <laughs> this person says, well, I had a very interesting conversation with the partner I was assigned last night on the shift in the ambulance. He says, even though this is secondhand info, this is very important. He said, she has a second job in the emergency room. And so I was telling her why I don't believe in this virus nonsense. And she was rationalizing her position that the virus is dangerous and real. During the conversation, she told me that one of the nurses in the emergency room ran a sealed, a sealed rapid test. Didn't break the seal on it. And it came back positive for COVID. Now, uh, I've also had somebody send me a video of an, of apple juice that tested positive for COVID. And, uh, this person goes on to say, even after seeing a rapid test, given obvious false positive, and after months of work on an ambulance without ever seeing any COVID illness. Do you hear that? So she works on an ambulance and their other job is in an emergency room. She watches a nurse do a rapid test that's sealed and it comes back positive. And she's worked for months and not seen anybody in the ambulance with COVID. She still believes the lie. I asked her why. She said, well, everyone can't be wrong. Hmm. That's right. Everyone can't be wrong. Just the people who are propagandized and who will now be coerced into doing this. Yeah, what we're talking about here, folks, is the uh, fear porn that you see all over the mass media, and it is now turning into mass hysteria. And it's turning into an entitled angry mob that is going to be coming after you and I if we don't participate in their insanity. And this is what's really dangerous about this. Now, I was just saying at the top of the hour, uh, as AP News is uh, talking about Biden's health team, offering a glimpse of his COVID-19 strategy. And let me just say, you know, when we talk about AP and we talk about Reuters, you know, we used to have three different agencies that um, were servicing all the different news organizations, right? They would put out these stories and people would subscribe to them and just repeat them. They would uh, buy it as a subscription service. And you still have AP and Reuters. Now, UPI went under, essentially. I mean, they're still around, but not really. You know, they kind of went into bankruptcy. But when you look at uh, these different organizations, look at Reuters, for example. Here's what, if you go to their homepage, and I just took a screenshot of this because I just couldn't believe it when I saw it on their homepage. Here's the headlines of the, the, the different categories that you can click on across the top of their homepage right here. Uh, you have coronavirus, number one, women, number two, LGBT+, plus, number three. Climate, number four. And then they get into a couple of titles that you would expect to see in a generalized news service that wasn't a propaganda, leftist propaganda agenda pushing news service. Economy, technology. But then they go back to slavery. Slavery. (laughs) Cities and land. So when you look at this, coronavirus, women, LGBT+, climate, slavery. And then in addition to that, you can get information about the economy and technology. And this is what Reuters is about. And, of course, it's AP that pushes the AP style sheet. And they will tell you which terms you can and cannot use. Oh, you must use these terms, these AP style sheets. Or they're not going to pass your articles around. And so it's AP talking about Biden's health team. 
offers a glimpse of his COVID-19 strategy. And I think that's true because yesterday, as he announced that um, California's Attorney General, Javier Becerra, is going to be his health secretary. Uh, Again, as I pointed out at the top of the show, this is a guy who came after the Center for Medical Progress because they recorded as part of an investigation. And it was a legitimate investigation, legitimate to record these people undercover. That's what everybody does as part of an investigation. Why would you think that they might be trafficking in body parts? Because there have been congressional hearings about that, accusing that. And so they did that. And so Kamala Harris began the lawsuit. Uh, Javier Becerra, who was appointed as her replacement, then won a re-election in 2018. Uh, he continued that lawsuit and still continues it to this day. So this guy is a lawyer, and he's going into HHS. And as I said, right now in this phase, in the Trump phase of the global rollout of the globalist vaccine and the globalist plan to create a mandatory vaccine and a global tracking and identification program for everybody, the Bill Gates agenda, the Davos agenda. Oh, by the way, they're going to be in uh, Singapore and they're delaying it from uh, January in Davos, Switzerland. They're going to de- uh, they're going to delay it to at least to May and have it in Singapore. Uh, nevertheless, uh, it'll still be just as crooked. Uh, I guess they don't want the heat in January, right? <laughs> While all this stuff is rolling out. Let's defer the uh, great reset a little bit here because they don't have any problem uh, traveling, these elitists, right? Uh, but getting back to this, you know, the first phase of this was Trump to fund the research, to fund the manufacturing, and to prepare everything for its militarized rollout. The next phase is going to be the mandatory enforcement, and that's why the big pharmaceutical executive at HHS, Alex Azar, former president of Eli Lilly, is being moved out of the way for the next phase of this, the Biden phase, which is uh, where you'll have an attorney general who is going to use every legal trick in the book to coerce and to mandate this. It's a global plan. It's a long-term plan. And these people are all part of it, both parties, both of these presidential candidates. Yeah, you better understand where this is headed. When we come back, we'll talk about the legal tactics and the way that they will strong arm the corporations and it's not just going to be the big guys saying well you play game you know play the ball with us and you do what we say and we'll give you access to these limited uh, business opportunities no 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 they're going to hit everybody they're going to do it with lawsuits we'll be right back stay with us If you think 2020 has been an insane and dangerous year, just wait until you see the year 2021. I'm Alex Jones. I started InfoWars, but I couldn't have done any of this without you. And now InfoWars is more important than ever because the general population of the planet is waking up to the fact that we've done our research and we've been dead on. That's why it's so important for those of you out there that have supported the broadcast and the websites and the films and all the rest of the information we put out to realize how important your work has been and to redouble your efforts. So I salute you and I thank you. Also, as Christmas is almost here, don't wait. Do your shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. Get amazing nutraceuticals that boost your immune system and make your life so much better overall for adults and children. Get great water filtration, air filtration that enriches your life. Books, films, t-shirts, survival gear, storable food, locket pockets, privacy pouches, and so much more at InfoWarsStore.com. And again, thank you all for your support, and Merry Christmas. God bless. 
The globalists and their minions want to play God. Chucky Schumer, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama. You look at these sacks of garbage and you think, why do they hate humanity so much? Why do they love death? Because they hate themselves. They project their own disgust with their soul onto us. And once you understand that basic psychological point, every other answer is completely clear. That's why they hate InfoWars. We believe in humanity. We think you're beautiful. We think you're amazing. InfoWars knows you're fallen, but that you have God's potential that God gave you. Ladies and gentlemen, the great epic battle is now here. It's now upon us. I want to encourage you all to spread the word about InfoWars now more than ever. When the enemy hopes to shut down the light of truth, we know you're going to override these globalists. We know you're going to defeat them. I just want to salute you all for your action, everything you've already done. Because God's on our side, and the globalists know it. You're listening to The David Knight Show. talk about how much the uh, Democrats and the federal government uh, hates Christmas, hates kids, hates families, hates guns. Uh, we've got, <laughs> got a whole segment on that coming up. <laughs> it's just absolutely amazing to see this happening uh, in this society now. But uh, anyway, uh, <clears throat> we have, um, as I said, talking about these tests, uh, one listener I've actually had several listeners send me stuff about how ridiculous these tests are. Hey, look, here's a video of them testing a box of apple juice, and it tested positive. Here's the guy who says that uh, his partner in ambulance for months has not seen any COVID patients. And he's saying, you know, I don't think this is real. Oh, no, I think it's real. And then in the course of the conversation, she talks about the test that she saw a nurse do in the emergency room, a sealed package. So see, the nurses are starting to understand, too. Maybe this lady doesn't, uh, but uh, she still didn't get it. No patients and a sealed test tests positive. Mm, okay. And then I got this letter uh, from a listener who was listening to an afternoon talk show uh, here in Austin. They were featuring a legal professor on what businesses need to do and about the requirements of, uh, uh, you know, if, if employers can mandate vaccination. Uh, this legal professor from the university here said uh, lawyers are swamped right now by clients who want guidance about how to implement such a requirement. And in Texas, it's pretty easy because employment is at will. So they don't need much of a reason to fire you. Right? Ah, that's OK. You don't want to. Bye bye. He says, uh, I think it'll come down to Congress. He says, if Congress provides liability protection for employers, that maybe employers might be inclined not to impose the requirement. And that's really, that is true. However, <clears throat> that is why the Democrats right now, when they're talking about the stimulus bill, right? Uh, I never got a stimulus check, but uh, still waiting for mine. I guess they sent it to a Trump hotel by mistake or something. But uh, the, uh, <laughs> if, if, uh, if you did get a stimulus check, that uh, generous, 
stipend from the uh, Goldman Sachs banker, Steve Mnuchin. That was months ago, right? And so a lot of people are, you know, on the edge with this. And they're not doing it for two reasons. Number one, the Republicans are saying, well, the Democrats are going to use this to bail out all of these big spending, you know, places like Illinois and California that have just spent themselves into oblivion. And so now they're going to use the COVID stipend to get themselves out. And the Republicans are right to spot that and to oppose that. The Democrats' sticking point is legal liability. The Republicans are saying, we're not going to have businesses open up again unless we can give them legal liability to say they can't be sued if somebody goes to their establishment and then alleges, alleges that they got COVID-19, which is everywhere, right? If it's not everywhere, then why is everybody wearing a mask? And why is everything locked? It's everywhere. Be careful. It's everywhere. We got cases everywhere, right? And so, but if you get it, you can go to your favorite business or your least favorite business, or maybe the ones with the deepest pockets and you can sue them, right? Out of business. And so no businesses will open up unless there's some kind of a legal liability there. But they may give them limited legal liability. Democrats don't want any uh, liability taken away from businesses. The same people who support uh, no liability at all for the vaccine manufacturers don't want to have the sandwich shop have no liability if somebody catches a, a virus that is supposedly everywhere. No, no, no. We're going to give... Legal liability, that's what Fauci did in 1985. First thing he did when he goes there, uh, he goes there in 1985 and 1986, he had Ronald Reagan sign the immunity bill so that there's no other business or class of product other than pharmaceutical vaccines that has no legal liability. And that's enough right there that you ought to ask yourself. Uh, I think this is a fraud, right? That's why Dr. Andrew Wakefield did the movie, 1986, The Act. You should see that. You should see that, and you should show that to people, especially right now. Why is it that we're being forced to take a vaccine that hasn't been tested, that's been rushed to market, for which the manufacturers have no liability? They have no liability for their research and development, funded by the Pentagon? They have no liability for it spoiling or turning into, uh, I don't know what it turns into if they don't keep it at minus 100 degrees or whatever the amount is, right? What happens if they don't do that? Well, we don't know. This is part of the experiment. We're going to find out, right? And you will be the guinea pigs. So no liability for that. No liability for the Army if they uh, don't keep it refrigerated. I mean, in Samoa two years ago, had a couple of toddlers just drop dead instantly when they were vaccinated with an MMR vaccine. And the first thing they said was, well, maybe that wasn't refrigerated properly. What? And now we got a vaccine that has to be kept at, what was it, minus 70, minus 80 degrees Fahrenheit? I don't know. It's, it's absurd. It's absurd. But then, of course, these Democrats who don't want any liability, so there's no liability for how they formulated this. There's no liability for the delivery. There's no liability for how they manufactured it. Unlike a car or vacuum cleaner or anything else, any other product that you would get, right? No liability whatsoever for the people making these Frankenstein vaccines. But if you got a sandwich shop and somebody comes in and later says, well, I think I got sick because you didn't follow all of the Fauci rituals. I don't think you masked yourself properly. 
I saw that employee in there and it, you know, it was right there below his nose. And then I got sick and it's his fault and it's your fault. And I'm going to put you out of business. That's the world of the Democrats. And, uh, so <clears throat> they don't want that. Now, the other part of this, the way that they're going to roll this in and pressure any small businesses, main street businesses that are still in existence is, uh, if, you know, the only way that you'll be able to show that you're responsible that you don't have criminal liability for somebody that claims that they got sick at your establishment. It's if you have a policy of having all of your employees vaccinated. That's how they're going to roll it out. That's how they will roll it out to any of the small surviving businesses. Of course, all the big box manufacturers will be on board with this. As a matter of fact, uh, some of the big box manufacturers will be the ones who will be injecting you, especially CVS and Walgreens. They're a big part of this. But uh, anyway, the um, they will be held at fault. And this is why the Biden team is putting in the crooked attorney general from California, Javier Becerra, because this is the lawfare part of it. So there's a preparation stage that Trump did. And then there's a propaganda stage that's been going on as part of the preparation. It's also preparation propaganda. They're escalating the propaganda. They're purging people left and right now off of social media. You will not hear anything but happy news, except on here. And I'm going to show you some really uh, frightening stuff when we come back. Uh, but, um, yeah, that is the uh, pattern. And then it's going to be lawfare against people. And as we talk about lawfare, it's kind of interesting they use these phony PCR tests. Uh, Giuliani is in the hospital, they say. And uh, he doesn't have any fever or anything. But now they've shut down the Arizona legislature and they've shut down uh, this <laughs> consideration of the fraudulent lockdown election as well. The project for world government developed by the British Empire via Cecil Rhodes, then picked up by the Rockefeller family and the major robber barons the planet by the 1920s, is all about corporate global governance. And now you're seeing it. It's not just the blue states, the blue cities, the communists and socialist nations, all working in unison under UN control to establish a medical planetary dictatorship. At the core of it is the Fortune 100 corporations, themselves funded by a handful of private central banking families, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the Dutch and British royalty being at the very heart of that. Then you learn the Dutch and British royalty aren't even Dutch or British at the same time. But they go back to the literal Count Dracula and the wars in between Christendom and Islam. Those that don't know history really are doomed to repeat it. They're involved in imploding the world economy. That's what the social distancing, the mask are all about. It's about bankrupting local small businesses. And those that comply are complying with your own destruction. Wake up. Cognitive. You're listening to the David Knight Show. Using free speech to free minds. You're listening to the David Knight Show. So we've had a lockdown election, 
because of the executive orders of President Trump and governors who have extended their executive orders based on his national emergency order. And, of course, the national emergency order not only gave them legal cover, but it gave them a financial incentive to lock down their states and keep them locked down. Oh, yeah, you know, it's an emergency. And if you agree it's an emergency, I say it's an emergency, you say it's an emergency. All right, here's your cash. Shower you with cash, trillions of dollars of cash going out to these people. And so as uh, we go through that and as we kept the election locked down, they made sure that uh, nobody saw big crowds. I mean, Trump did get some big crowds, but nothing at all like we saw four years ago, right? So It's like, well, maybe he's not as popular now. Well, no, actually he was. Uh, but, you know, that's part of the strategy. No political conventions. And um, then the voting. We had the lockdown voting, the voting fraud. And now we have the efforts to try to investigate the fraud or to have a redo, because that's what President Trump talked about. He said uh, today, he tweeted out, or last night or the wee hours in the morning, I saw it this morning. And he said, uh, what if... And these uh, states where we have concerns about this, what if we did a do-over and we put soldiers on the ground and we actually observe this? We have a lot of boots on the ground to watch and make sure there isn't going to be fraud in this. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, the military knows how to do an election on one day. Have people show up, you vote, you use paper ballots, you watch them, okay? A lot of eyes on everybody. Do it all out. Front, open, above board, fully transparent, and you get your thumb or your other whatever finger, you know, dyed purple so that you can't vote again. Military did that when they ran elections in Iraq. They know how to do it, honestly. We could have that, but it kind of depends, I think, on somebody saying we've got to have the do-over. Now, maybe that could be ordered by the Supreme Court. I don't know. I mean, we're in uncharted territory here. Maybe it could be done by the Arizona legislature or these other state legislatures. But now they've been shut down out of an abundance of caution. Because these tests that I just talked about, a nurse <laughs> tests a sealed rapid test and it comes back positive. Got another video of uh, a, a box of apple juice. It came back positive. And then Rudy came back positive, too. He's got no symptoms, no fever, nothing. But they put him in the hospital. And they have Arizona officials, reports Leo Hedge, Arizona officials are scrambling to enact coronavirus health and tracing measures out of an abundance of caution. Following the announcement that Rudy tested positive for COVID-19 and was hospitalized, Arizona State House and Senate have closed for a week, quote, out of an abundance of caution. You know, because uh, Giuliani visited and met with the top state officials. He held a series of indoor events, lobbying to overturn election results in key states, including Arizona, Michigan, Georgia, Pennsylvania. He could shut down every state legislature in the country (laughs) because he tested positive on a PCR test. What a bunch of nonsense this is. This is about as unbelievable as the 9-11 thing that he pushed on everybody, right? (laughs) Come on. This is the guy who's going to save the republic, the guy who pushed the 9-11 Thing as mayor of New York, he had to be in on that. Come on. He stood by while they removed the evidence. You don't pull off something like that without having the mayor in on it. Anyway, uh, all these different states <clears throat> that he visited within two weeks of his positive test. 
And uh, so, uh, as President Trump says, he doesn't have a fever. He's no temperature. He's doing fine. You know, he, he might want to, when you look at that, I've got, uh, we're talking about the vaccine and what's in it. Uh, some nurse in the U.K. said, uh, well, I volunteered for this, and I had a 105 fever. Now, you know, we look up fever. I looked up that. I thought, well, you know, what is life-threatening? Well, you know, you have high fever. Uh, that's when it gets up to 104. If you get to 105, that is the dangerous fever level. 105 to 107. I guess at 107, you'd die because they didn't talk about anybody having anything higher than 107. Well, when she took the COVID vaccine, she got very sick. Now, these are not our most vulnerable people. This is not the elderly who are going to be getting it first. No, no, no. This is a healthy young nurse. And she had 105 fever. Now, Rudy tested positive for COVID, and he doesn't have a fever. Now, how does that work? You know, the vaccine gives you 105 fever, but you can test positive and say, yeah, he's got it. We're going to lock down the state legislature, the entire state legislature, both houses in Arizona. And he doesn't have any fever. You know, Zimbabwe has just arrested two men for selling fake COVID-19 results. So the black market has already started in these tests. Uh, but, you know, there's enough fraud to go around for everybody. Uh, as a matter of fact, talking about emergency rooms, let's play video clip number six. We've got an ER doctor trying, you know, trying to talk some sense into people about this COVID fraud. Video clip six. Hey, everybody. So I just got done for the day. So I just want to talk to you. Open up your mind and opening up your eyes. It's a lot of people, I mean, 95 out of 100, usually 95%, so 95 out of 100 people, they're still watching mainstream media. They're not turning off their TV. So you see an increase spike in COVID cases. You see an increase, um, you know, demand for certain restrictions, wearing a mask and stuff like this. So you guys need to, this more video is more for the people who are not there yet. I need to help you cross that bridge and see not just one or two months when things are supposed to go back to normal. Like, no, this is this has been planned, guys. So uh, this is a long time in the making, and so we are not even in the beginning stages of what's really going to happen. So the reason why I'm telling you all this is because the amount of abuse and mental wear and tear that is going on in families and in households is way worse than any of the physical effects, any of the physical effects, even if this had a... a a higher death rate and all this other stuff, which it doesn't. We're sitting around waiting for a vaccine that has a 90% success rate when we can't even worry about a 99% survival rate of the virus itself. So you guys got to just look logically, not emotionally. So there's going to be a bait and switch because once you have compliance of the general masses to wear a mask and say, can't go shopping, you can't do this, you can't do that, X, Y, and Z without a mask, not a big deal, Okay. For most people, 9,500 people are going to be like, yeah, it's just a mask, whatever. Protect you, protect me, whatever the mindset is. But now, now that you've gotten comfortable, well, there's going to be a bait and switch. And so then it's going to come a vaccine where you can't fly, you can't go to work, you can't do anything, you can't attend events until you have a certificate of proof that you've been vaccinated. So uh, there's something called cognitive dissonance, meaning that when you've been learned your brain through repetition, you can be taught, and it happens through mainstream media our whole lives. 
once people are starting to wake up to mainstream media and how much we get lied to, imagine how bad history and history books that have been written, what we know growing up. So there's a thing called cognitive dissonance, meaning when you've been taught something for so long that when you're taught the complete opposite, which really is the truth, your brain has such a hard time accepting it that you are, you feel standoffish against that viewpoint. You feel standoffish and you feel offended by that because it is conflicting with what you know to be true already. And so that's why I really need to open that up and say, open your eyes and open your mind. Now, the rest of that video, which I didn't play because it gets very graphic about what he has seen in the emergency room. He talks about the suicides. He talks about the child abuse that he has seen because of this lockdown, because of the mania. I've got a clip coming up. You've probably seen it. It's gone viral. Uh, about this woman who says that she's a teacher yelling and screaming just out of her mind at people who are protesting these lockdown measures. There she is right there. Yeah. I'm a teacher. And it's like, well, that that's enough reason right there to get your kids out of school. Do you know that somebody like that could be teaching your children? Do you know who's teaching your children in the schools? But yeah, he's talking about the abuse that he has seen and what it has done to us psychologically. You know, the uh, most common psychological disorder prior to all this stuff was uh, anxiety, followed by depression, which is caused by anxiety. Uh, now that has gone through the roof with a mass media fear porn. Back in 1996, the head of the World Food Program said that they would use food and global lockdowns due to a virus scare to bring in world government. That also came out in the North American Union documents that Judicial Watch and Lou Dobbs got more than 15 years ago as well. So we know their plan. And if they're able to keep this lockdown going, it's going to cause not just a worldwide depression, but mass starvation of hundreds of millions. Millions have already starved to death, not from COVID, but from the lockdown. That's why it's important for people in North America to get prepared, hell, all over the world. But we have high-quality, affordable food ready to ship to you the last 25 years at preparewithalex.com. There's an additional 10% off, a very rare sale is going right now, preparewithalex.com. Also, at infowars.com, we have all the great supplements that boost your immune system and so much more with free shipping as well, up to 60% off. So take advantage of that at infowarsstore.com and preparewithalex.com. God bless. All of the experts agree that getting proper sleep is the cornerstone of good health. It has been proven that a poor sleep schedule is linked with numerous health problems, including weight gain, memory issues, mood changes, poor concentration, and even a weakened immune system. Introducing Rocket Rest, the new product from our Dr. Jones Naturals line at InfoWarsStore.com. The new Rocket Rest formula is loaded with the best natural ingredients to help not only improve your quality of sleep, but help you wake up feeling refreshed. Many competitors' sleep formulas focus only on getting you to sleep, but Rocket Rest was specifically formulated to help you feel rested and ready to take on the next day. It uses a unique quick-release capsule system to ensure fast delivery of deep sleep support ingredients like melatonin and magnesium. Rocket Rest helps you fall asleep fast, stay asleep, and wake up feeling rested. So get the new Rocket Rest formula from Dr. Jones Naturals right now at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The David Knight Show.
All right, so today is D-Day, vaccination day in the U.K., and Drudge is so excited about this. First jabs in U.K. Oh, yes, worship your Savior, the vaccine. Isn't it interesting that Christmas is being shut down and we have a new Savior to worship just in time? They're rolling it out right at the same time. These uh, two wise men, well, actually not wise men, it's, uh, you know, well, I guess two wise men and a smart aleck woman. You know, Fauci, uh, Neil Ferguson at uh, the Imperial College of London with his bogus <laughs> simulation. And, you know, those two very smart people, Fauci and Burks, the two wise persons, uh, also the uh, the foolish simulation. And they have a gift now for you, right? It was foretold that the Savior would come at Christmas. And now here it is, the vaccine. Yeah, your new satanic world order. Always trying to hone in on the real thing. And that <laughs> yet again. All right, so we're going to have some updates on that. We'll show you what uh, V-Day is really referring to here. And we've got an interesting movie. While we're doing movies here, we'll show you a little bit of a clip from a TV series called Utopia, where they refer to V-Day. And uh, then I have a, a trailer for a movie that I thought was very interesting, The Spark, kind of about the times that we're living in right now. Uh, before we get into that, I just want to remind you about the products that we have at preparewithalex.com. You better prepare for what's coming, folks. Uh, they're working on every way possible to ostracize you, to keep you under house arrest, to take away every aspect of your life, of your freedom, of your dignity. And if you don't prepare, you may find that uh, you're not going to be able, you know, once they run these bogus tests through, you know, they, they just shut down both houses of Arizona because uh, Rudy, who didn't have a fever, still doesn't have a fever, tested positive. All these bogus tests, these tests that don't measure quantity. Yeah, this is the insanity that we live in, uh, the idiocracy that we live in. And they're using that and have used that to shut down meat processing plants in the spring. They've already used it recently to shut down grocery stores in New Mexico. Uh, So you want to make sure that you've got food. And uh, we have storable food. You can, if you don't need it right now, well, that would be a good thing, but you can have it for 25 years, and we're only 10 years away from 2030, uh, so you might want to stock up for that event. <laughs> It'll still be around if they don't roll this, but I don't think you're going to need to wait 10 years to use this. I think it's going to get uh, bad uh, much faster than that, and uh, this is all going to accelerate with a Biden presidency. Uh, it's going the same path with Trump, just at a slightly slower pace, and now they're going to accelerate it. Uh, but anyway, we have uh, big discounts on storable food. It'll last for 25 years. My Patriot Supply now has it in stock. Uh, they increased their supply when even they ran out of food in the spring. So don't let that happen again. I mean, as the grocery stores are running out of food, uh, we couldn't get storable food to people at that point in time either. So now make sure that you prepare, and uh, they have it in stock. It will last for 25 years. It's made in America. It's non-GMO. Best packaging you're going to find anywhere. And they also have other preparedness products there, uh, gravity feed, water filters, and other things like that at preparewithalex.com. All right, let's roll video clip number two, because as uh, Matt Hancock, uh, the vaccinator in the U.K., uh, pushing his precious vaccine that's going to save everybody, uh, as he's talking about, it's V-Day, he tells everybody. I'm asking you to do your duty and get the COVID vaccine to protect yourself and your loved ones. Well, you know, let's go back to when... Uh, 
there was a real threat, the Nazis. Remember, I said this on the day that they locked everything down, the day I started counting it. I said, do you remember the uh, science that everybody uses, keep calm and carry on? That's what they did when they were uh, being threatened with a blitzkrieg attack. Now the blitzkrieg attack is part of the information war. And we need to keep calm and we need to carry on and we need to understand also the other sign that they put up. Freedom is in peril. Defend it with all your might. Those are the two signs that they put up around London when they faced a real threat. Yeah, we're going to fight for our freedom. And no matter what this is, I said at the beginning, I said, I don't know if this thing is dangerous or not. But you have to understand it's freedom that is in peril. If we go down this road that they're telling us to do, it's freedom that we're going to lose. And that's what you have to uh, uh, support. So he's talking about it being V-Day. And so a lot of people are saying, uh, maybe you might not want to use that term. Because a lot of people have seen this recent uh, series, Utopia, uh, just to give you an idea of how V-Day fits in. Video clip number two. Every time a new drug is developed, there are winners and losers. If you're watching this, you're a winner. But not everyone is so lucky. On average, vaccines reach the third world 15 years after we get them. That's 15 years of disease, of misery, of death. Russian flu has the potential to kill millions. But there is a vaccine. As usual, we'll get it first. The developing world left to beg, left to die. But we want to say, no, not this time. V-Day is an initiative started by the Roshane Foundation to get the Russian flu vaccine to everyone at the same time. On the 16th of November, V-Day. It means us waiting a few months for the vaccine so that they don't have to wait decades. Isn't that worth it? Support V-Day. Say no, not this time. This time, we live together. Are you f***ing serious? This. We launch V-Day on Wednesday. Leah's Roshane Foundation will back the campaign, (laughs) underwriting the cost for countries that can't afford it. How much will that be? $268 billion. (laughs) That's six times the deficit. You can't afford that. No NGO is anywhere near that kind of money. We'll just We have $23 billion. My husband is worth 11, and he's leaving it all to us. He will die next week. His example will be followed. Alexander Levchenko, 23 billion. We're harvesting the rich, Jeff. We have celebrities and NGOs ready to back us. It's a good thing. But you're the most important. You run the health department. And the department now owns Corvat. If you say no one gets the vaccine until we all do, so be it. I can't do that. That's political suicide. My career will be over. How do you think you got your career? Through talent and ability? (laughs) You got your career because we gave it to you. You have only one talent, Jeff, and it's doing what you're told. How do you think that Fauci got in the position that he's in? (laughs) For what purpose? As I have said before, Fauci, the first thing he did was to give legal immunity to the vaccine companies, and perhaps the last thing that he'll do as he goes and uh, retires into his uh, golden parachute uh, retirement, I'm sure, you know, they'll have ways to pay him off, just like former politicians. He's now such a celebrity that he could, you know, command several hundred thousand dollars in speaking fees for each small speech that he gives. 
And he could just uh, rake that in from the big pharmaceutical executives, right? I mean, he gave them legal immunity. Can you imagine how much that is worth to them? And then, you know, in his uh, twilight years and his sunset of his career, he takes the people that he gave legal protection from any damage from their product, and he makes, he pays for the development of a new product, gets the military to deliver it, and he has the government pay for it as well. I mean, that this guy is doing the job. And so when we talk about V-Day, maybe that's a little bit awkward uh, for these people, but, you know, they don't care. They don't care if you understand what's going on. They like to troll you with that. Oh, look at these people. They're talking about V-Day. Oh, well, you know, they're just a bunch of lunatic conspiracy theorists. You know, we're the ones who have science. Well, you got the Moderna and Pfizer CEOs skipping a White House COVID-19 vaccine summit, but they leaked the data to Biden. And ahead of the Trump vaccine executive order. Oh, yes, Trump is going to do an executive order. And what's that executive order is going to be? Well, I'll tell you in just a second. Uh, it's not going to be um, taking away their legal immunity, which he should have done. It's not going to be to remove the three executive orders that are the basis for this continuing lockdown. No, no, no. He's got a new executive order. But ahead of that, Pfizer and Moderna claim they aren't going to be able to give him more doses until mid-2021. So they're holding this back off, you know, to give it to the Biden administration. Just like they were talking about there. You know, we're going to stage this to the appropriate people because it's a political pandemic. No, no, no. Uh, Trump's new executive order is not going to be to remove the other executive orders. It's not going to be to take away the legal immunity and protections for these vaccine companies. No, no. It's going to be to administer the coronavirus vaccine to Americans first. It's a Breitbart headline. America first. See, now you know what America first means. It means they're the first ones to get a toxic vaccine. It means that we paid $20 billion for this. That America first. The project for world government developed by the British Empire via Cecil Rhodes, then picked up by the Rockefeller family and the major robber barons of the planet by the 1920s, is all about corporate global governance. And now you're seeing it. It's not just the blue states, the blue cities, the communists and socialist nations, all working in unison under UN control to establish a medical planetary dictatorship. At the core of it is the Fortune 100 corporations, themselves funded by a handful of private central banking families, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the Dutch and British royalty being at the very heart of that. Then you learn the Dutch and British royalty aren't even Dutch or British at the same time. But they go back to the literal Count Dracula and the wars in between Christendom and Islam. Those that don't know history really are doomed to repeat it. They're involved in imploding the world economy. That's what the social distancing, the mask are all about. It's about bankrupting local small businesses. And those that comply are complying with your own destruction. Wake up. David Knight Show. All right, so now we know what America first means. It means we're the first ones to pay for it. It means we pay for the uh, development of this. We roll it out, and we get the DNA-modifying toxic vaccines untested. We get to be experimented on first. That's what America first means. Yeah, we're going to put Americans first. 
You know, during the three-month period from August 16th this year, from August 16th through November the 15th, there were 166 cases of vaccine injuries that were paid through the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program that was created by Fauci in 1985 and 86. It was signed into law in 86. 1986, The Act. Again, watch that film. 1986, The Act. Uh, done by uh, Andrew Wakefield. It's not a documentary. It's a dramatization. Uh, people realize, oh, wait a minute. There's, there's no product liability for this? Why? Why would that be? Why would this be the only thing for which there's no product liability? Today, anybody suffering from a vaccine injury or death must sue the U.S. government and go up against their top attorneys. And, oh, by the way, it's uh, awarded by a special master. You don't have a jury trial because they don't want to make sure that there's any big awards, right? So they keep the awards small. Nevertheless, even with the small limited awards in fiscal year 2020, uh, this program created by Fauci to protect big pharmaceutical companies from any damage, injury, or death that their products do, has paid out $218 million in damages due to vaccine injury and death. And death. And oh, by the way, by the way, the FDA knows that death is uh, one of the 21 serious conditions that are possible with this untested experimental vaccine that they're going to use you as guinea pigs for. The FDA knows that the rush to market, this is uh, coming from greenmedinfo.com. Uh, the FDA knows that rushed to market COVID-19 vaccines may cause a wide range of life-threatening side effects, including death, unless the public is made aware of their real effects and given a choice. The widespread coercive promotion, and that's what we're looking at here, folks. We're looking at a blitzkrieg information war. Uh, this is weaponized in a way that we've never seen before. The way that they can use their monopoly on mainstream media you know, the ABC, CBS, NBC, NPR, uh, and then combine that with the uh, different public, you know, CNN, Fox News. Fox News is a big vaccine promoter. So is the New York Post and so forth. All these different uh, so-called conservative uh, magazines. As a matter of fact, I mean, you look at Breitbart, you don't see anything questioning vaccines at all. As a matter of fact, you'll see a headline like I just, well, President Trump's going to make sure we get the vaccine first. Oh, great. Good job, Breitbart. You're watching our back, aren't you? No, no, no. They're just focused on election fraud. Uh, they're not focused on vaccine fraud, on constitutional fraud, on individual liberty fraud, on the great reset fraud that is crushing the middle class and all the individual. No, no, no. They're not focused on that. They're focused on getting Trump reelected. So that we can go a little bit slower into this dystopia as they cheer. Uh, now, when you uh, look at this, as a matter of fact, this is put up by greenmedinfo.com. And they show the different things. They have screenshots here. You should see what the FDA is putting out here. And their plans for monitoring COVID-19 vaccine safety and effectiveness. See, the reason that they have a lot of people are saying, well, I'm kind of worried about the privacy issues of this. Well, they have to do this because you are part of the test if you get this. And, and, you know, they got to collect the data for part of their big test. Now, you're actually this phase of the test. And so they got a lot of things there. Death is one of them. Uh, and you have the uh, first one they mentioned is Guillain-Barre syndrome. You know, I've, I know several adults who have gotten Guillain-Barre syndrome from a flu vaccine. 
in just the last five years. Oh, yeah, shouldn't worry about that, right? Convulsions, seizures, stroke, narcolepsy, uh, transverse myelitis. Uh, so, you know, don't worry about any of that. In a world of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, The David Knight Show. All right, as we're looking at V-Day in the U.K., and again, don't... uh, don't expect me to believe that that wasn't intentional. Because, you know, that's what these guys do. They love to take information and go over the top, right? And you say, look at this. I mean, these guys are calling it V-Day, and we know what V-Day Oh, you're just a bunch of... You can't separate the movie reality from the real world. Don't listen to these people. They're reactionary. They're crazy. See, I got them to buy that, right? Yeah, and you should pay attention to that. You should understand what this is about. And in my opinion, he's deliberately using that V-Day thing. Deliberately putting out a reference, trying to get you to buy it. It's the same thing that they do to try to get you to overreact to the election fraud and to avoid the real solution. Right? You don't want to go to paper ballots. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to go to blockchain. That's going to protect everything. And the people are going to save us is that organization, CISA. Oh, it's all about creating... Uh, saving the election, right? No, no, no. CISA was designed to spy on you from the very beginning. CISPA. They tried that several times. And, of course, throughout the, the U.S. and uh, Europe, there were a lot of these different acts. SOPA, ACTA, PIPA, CISPA several times. Finally, they passed CISA. They took the P out. What was the P for? Protection. What were they protecting? They were protect. Just like Fauci got protection for the vaccine companies, CISPA, ACTA, PIPA, SOPA, and CISA were all about protecting big corporations from legal liability for spying on you on behalf of the government, on behalf of the spy agencies. And so when somebody comes to you telling you that there's a sting operation and that the people are going to save the integrity of the election is a CISA organization, (laughs) that is an organization was set up to get all this information on you and give legal liability to these companies. Protect them from being sued when they turn into surrogate spies. Uh, and they did that because they were very concerned, even though, you know, this is going through the period of time where James Clapper committed perjury and they never, they let the statute of limitations expire five years. They never came after him, never charged him. Republicans, Democrats never did. They were still worried because technically uh, this intelligence community, as we could collectively call the 17 different agencies, I just call them all the CIA. Just, you know, I don't care. Uh, you, you can uh, try to, it's a distinction without a difference, okay? These people are pathological, they're sociopaths and <laughs> psychopaths. I remember one of the interviews that I did with John Kiriakou, and I really appreciate him blowing the whistle on the torture. He goes, you got to understand, the people we work with, they're, Psychopaths. They're looking for people that are sociopaths and they go right up to the edge of being a psychopath. 
And a lot of them kind of go over that line, <laughs> you know, like Brennan. <laughs> uh, but uh, I digress. I just got to say that uh, Aaron Schwartz uh, was, in my opinion, murdered by these people because of his opposition to CISA. Uh, they said, oh, look, you know, he hacked into this uh, computer at Harvard or whatever, right? And um, And he didn't. And the local jurisdiction there even declined to do it. But the feds came in. And uh, you had this prosecutor, Carmen Ortiz. And uh, uh, she was allegedly trying to get uh, a long sentence. And he was hanging tough. He wasn't going to uh, budge on that thing. And uh, then the story came out when he died, committed suicide. A story came out that uh, he was distraught over the long jail term. Uh, well, her husband, because he didn't want her blamed, tweeted out, uh, no, no, no. Uh, she wasn't going after him for 30. She had reduced it, uh, offered him a plea bargain of uh, like a couple of months to let this go. And then he deleted that tweet. Uh, so, yeah, it's um, I don't believe that he was distraught. I believe he was a fighter. And he had exposed this, and he had defeated them every time. And after he was suicided, uh, they were able to pass CISA. And now it's a virtue. You know, it's part of the sting to protect Trump's election, of course. And we've got blockchains and watermarks and all this other kind of stuff. So now we're at V-Day. And uh, this is what Matt Hancock, the Secretary of State for Health in the U.K., says, uh, I'm asking you to do your duty. And to get the COVID vaccine to protect yourself and your loved ones. That's to protect society, of course. Right? you got to protect the hive. This herd mentality. We've worked with every part of the UK to make sure the vaccine is shared out fairly. And it will be free for everyone, according to need. See, that's the narrative that they take. And this is why Trump is doing the same thing. These conservative governments. Conservatives in the UK. The Republicans here. Trump and, and the others, you know, Pence on the COVID team and so forth. Oh, don't worry. We'll make sure you get it first. Oh, we'll have plenty of it available. It'll be free and yada, yada, yada. Okay. That's the, oh, don't, you might be left out, but I, I know, I know, you know, what would you pay for this? I know many people would pay a hundred dollars for this. Some people would pay some, but for you, 1995 and you get a twofer, you know, buy one, get one free. And so that's the whole strategy that they're playing on you with this, right? Well, I know this thing is so valuable and it's going to protect you from this deadly pandemic. And, uh, but we can get it for you. I'm, I'm going to do my best to get this. I, I promise that I will have a vaccine ready for you, says Matt Hancock, says President Trump. And of course, the first people to get it will be our most vulnerable. Uh, a lot of people who are mentally handicapped as well as the elderly. Kind of sounds like a third Reich program, doesn't it? The NSH, uh, the NSH, the NHS, National Health System in the UK, the NHS will get in touch when it's your turn, he says. <laughs> that sounds pretty ominous. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is the other thing, too. Are they going to hold this as ransom? See, this is one of the reasons that I have always opposed, besides the fact that the government can't run anything effectively, and the fact that the more centralized control becomes, well, you're talking about big government or big corporations, they can't do it efficiently, right? A lot of waste, but especially with government. But there's also the control 
They're using that centralized control, that access to health care, that access to uh, welfare that the poor need in uh, India. They've, they've made the people poor, kept them poor. And so it's like, don't worry, I've got some handouts for you, you know, stimulus check for you. But if you want the stimulus check, if you want the health care in India, you've got to get the Aadhaar numbering system that Bill Gates helped the government of India to put in place. Are they going to use the same thing in the UK? Are you going, are they going to hold your health care as ransom until you take a vaccine? I mean, cause if you don't take a vaccine, we might not give you health care. And they've already talked about this with MMR, just like they've already talked about, you know, they've already put in MMR as a mandatory condition for schooling in New York and California. So anyway, NHS will get in touch with you when it's your turn. And when that time comes, I'm asking you to do your duty and get the jab. Because we all still have a massive role in giving our NHS the breathing space to do its job. Well, I just reported to you a couple of days ago, uh, they went through and investigated and they found that of the hospital bed usage that they're looking at, because, you know, they always talk about, oh, the hospitals are so busy and we got so many cases here. We got cases everywhere. We got people dying, too, you know, uh, and I assume that it's COVID. Well, you know, when we look at all of this stuff, you got to put it in context, right? Well, the context is this time last year, if I remember the stats correctly, uh, they have 87 percent usage. Um and uh, last year, it was way over that at this time of year. In other words, all the hospitals that they're looking at, they're not overcrowded. You know, they don't need breathing space. They have fewer people in the hospitals than they did last year. But, of course, you know, we've got to all, we've got to work together to save the health care system that we have here that is under such duress. We'll be right back. Introducing InfoWars Life Pure Turmeric Extract. This is taken under the tongue. It is pure turmeric. It goes together very well with our body's ultimate turmeric formula that is taken as a powdered capsule and absorbed in the stomach and intestines. This is absorbed under the tongue into the bloodstream, and then the remaining also is then absorbed by the stomach. So it's more of an intense delivery system. The two formulas are different, but both are concentrates. And our first product got rave reviews. We've now been testing this out for several months. Some of our staff like it more than bodies. Some like bodies better. For me, they're both amazing for their anti-inflammatory action and so much more. And they fund the InfoWar. So get our new liquid turmeric extract exclusively at InfoWarStore.com today. Get an additional 25% off. This is a 360 win. Turmeric is renowned for what it does for all of our bodies, for inflammation and so much more. Get yours today at InfoWarsLife.com. As men age, they often experience a slowdown in vitality, energy, and overall wellness. And that's why we made one of our most popular formulas to date. Super Male Vitality. Specifically designed to assist the body in regulating proper balance to create superior vitality in males. Ah. 
Now look, this unique formula promotes your body's own natural responses. And it contains no synthetic chemicals and no unwanted additives. Yes. We're talking about ancient wisdom combined with modern technology. Working together in perfect synchronicity to help you get the most out of this herb-packed formula. So what are you waiting for? Go to the InfoWars store. Never been a better time than right now. Super Male Vitality at InfoWarsStore.com You're listening to The David Knight Show. as much Christmas music as possible. It kind of rubs some salt into the, uh, <laughs> the wounds for Fauci and these other people as we refuse to take their vaccines. And again, every time I talk about this or somebody else talks about it, well, tell me where this is going to be mandatory. It's not going to be mandatory. Well, <laughs> you had Ontario Premier Doug Ford said yesterday he doesn't believe that it's unconstitutional to force people to get a COVID-19 vaccine. Oh, yeah, we can do that. Uh, you have all these different articles. Uh, every day there's another one of these. Uh, your boss can fire you if you refuse to get a COVID vaccine, says CNBC. Bragging about that. They're encouraging companies to do that. And, of course, it's not just the virtue signaling. It's not just the opportunities for partnership with the government and some kind of a crony capitalist kickback. Because that's what we have now. We have corporate fascism. We have a government that is a... <laughs> Military-industrial complex government. Uh, as I tweeted out over the weekend, I said, you know, what What did you expect was going to happen when you looked at the Trump cabinet, right? You had you had him surround himself with generals. Oh, you thought he was going to end the foreign wars? Eh, not so much. Then he surrounded himself with Goldman Sachs bankers, Steve Mnuchin and Gary Cohen. Gary Cohen, who was given a quarter of a billion-dollar bonus. Early, early bonus. Yeah, take, retire, and here's a... You know, turn 50 million and, uh, you can go, uh, run Trump. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> he did what he needed to do. And, uh, I've had some person say, uh, why are you criticizing Trump on this vaccine stuff? He ended all the wars and he took control of the Federal Reserve. And it's like, oh, really? I hadn't noticed any wars ending. And you think that the, uh, the merger of the Treasury Department and the Federal Reserve legally or whatever, you think that, Put them in control of the Federal Reserve? Well, let me tell you what. Maybe you ought to take a look at what the Great Debt Reset Program is that they wargamed. Maybe you ought to take a look at what's going on when we run up a $6 trillion deficit. And this all started even before COVID. I mean, that's that's what they've done with the COVID stimulus and the deficits. They're bankrupting productive individuals. They are running up a trillion dollars a month through this summer. And before that, they ran up several trillion dollar deficit in this obscure little thing called the repo market. Remember that a year ago when that was happening? We're looking at this and say, whoa, look at this. I've never even heard of this repo market. It's some kind of a scam going on in the financial markets. 
and you've got the Federal Reserve shoveling uh, astronomical amounts of cash into this obscure little market. You know, one day I look at it, it's like, whoa, $100 billion? That, that's like the gross domestic product for a year in Puerto Rico. Then a week or so later, it was equivalent to the gross domestic product of Switzerland. It's like, what is going on? I mean, for the most part, the press just took a powder on that. They weren't even asking any questions about that. And so they leverage us with all of this quantitative easing. They leverage us into a position where uh, we become a debtor nation to these bankers. As Thomas Jefferson said, uh, they would turn us into slaves on the continent that our forefathers conquered. And that's what's happening right now. And $6 trillion. Oh, yeah, we took over. Trump is taking charge of the Federal Reserve. The bankruptcy king. (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, you have that. So you have the the bankers. You have the uh, pharmaceutical executives who hold sway with President Fauci. And so you put all these people together. You got all these generals and everything. So what do you wind up with? You wind up with a... Government-subsidized vaccine program. You wind up with universal basic income and the whole program of Davos to take away jobs and put people on a universal basic income. It's called the stimulus check when the Republicans do it. You wind up with all that, and you wind up with a DARPA military DNA-modifying vaccine that's delivered by the military. That's what happens when you get the bankers and you get the big pharmaceutical executives and you get all the uh, uh, you know generals. There in your cabinet. That's what you wind up with. Perfect storm. So those who don't get the COVID vaccine could face restrictions, say Ontario officials. They don't think it's unconstitutional. We can't force anybody to take the vaccine yet. We're working on that. Uh, but I agree with the premier. We really will encourage everyone who is able to, to have the vaccine. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're going to do it by hook or by crook. They're going to do it with legal pressure, not just, you know, like I said, crony uh, promises. No, no, no. If you don't do it, you could be sued out of existence if you're still in existence after the lockdown and the preferential treatment that we give to the big people or to the movie studios that we like. We're going to let them set up a massive mess hall right in front of your little restaurant that we closed. And even though you set up a little uh, like the lady that we talked about yesterday came out over the weekend, I'm sure you saw it. You know, she sets up her tent so she can try to stay in business and try to comply and try to dance through all these regulations. And then the mayor of L.A. says that now nobody can even walk and you can't go to any business at all. But you can still make movies and we can have an army of people that will set up a big, massive outdoor dining area right next to her little place there. So if you're still in business, they will then sue you out of existence if you don't require your employees to get vaccines. That's the way it's going to work. Now. It may also go this way, although the New England Journal of Medicine said for the longest time, we don't want to have mandatory laws. We want to do this through pressure. We want to do it through threats of lawsuits. We want to do it through uh, corporations that are going to work with us and, and enforce this voluntarily. Uh, that's the way we want to do it because we don't not have any due process challenges. Nevertheless, New York just cannot restrain themselves and their authoritarian totalitarian urges. The New York State Assembly introduced a bill. That will require New Yorkers to get a COVID-19 vaccine if passed. The bill was rep- uh, proposed December the 4th, last Friday, by Assembly Member Linda Rosenthal. It's being evaluated by the Committee on Health and may amend the public health law. The Committee on Health. Doesn't that sound like something from the French Revolution? 
Well, yeah, because it is. <laughs> the Committee on Citizen Public Safety. Bring out the guillotines. And uh, this was, um, yeah, this is uh, where it is right now. Now, whatever happened to all these pro-abortion people in New York? You know, my body, my choice. When you talk about forcing somebody to take medication, forcing people to get an untested vaccine, that really is something that affects my body. That really is my choice. Abortion is not. I mean, abortion half the time, uh, you're, you know, you're the other person that's there that's not your body. Uh, that is a different sex, frequently a different blood type. That is not your body. That is another person that you're killing. But when we talk about this, when we talk about informed consent about health care and about vaccines, uh, that really is my body and my choice. And I'm not going to have that taken away. And I'm not going to support that when it's done by President Trump. Oh, we got Americans first. We're going to get this out to you right away, right away. And then uh, Biden and his administration will have a lawyer to replace the big pharmaceutical executive at HHS. And that will be when the legal fights begin. We'll be right back. We've got some discussions about the next uh, acting job for Cuomo coming up. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Preparewithalex.com is a special website with my Patriot because they have agreements with other distributors that they all sell the same low price, high quality, storable food. But occasionally they can do promotions on their own platform. And that's what we've set up with them is at preparewithalex.com is a subdomain of my Patriot. You get an additional 10% off. We have their whole great catalog at InfoWarsStore.com where you can normally get it at very good prices and those prices are still there. But an additional 10% off right now at preparewithalex.com on their one month, their three month, their six month, their year, and on a bunch of other great items. Huge discounts that will be ending next Wednesday. That is December 2nd. So you've got this week and a little bit of next week. Get your orders in. They're ready to ship to you right now. And the profit that comes in funds the info war. So it's a 360 win. You need storable food to fight the Great Reset? Get prepared now. You're listening to The David Knight Show. So why are we coming in with the uh, Godfather? Well, if you followed what's happening in New York, you got a lot of people calling Cuomo a mafia boss, right? And actually, he and Fauci kind of are part of the health mafia. And they were kind of uh, laughing about who should play them in a uh, upcoming uh, ad or production. Uh, so uh, let, let's roll that clip, and you can see uh, how these guys actually see themselves as mafia bosses. Video clip uh, number 10. I think you have tremendous credibility, not just across the country, <laughs> uh, but across uh, this state. And I think your voice on saying that the vaccines are safe uh, would be important. I said that as soon as uh, the vaccine is an ready and safe, I'll be the first one to take a vaccine. 
Uh, maybe we enlist you. I'll do it with you. We'll do an ad telling New Yorkers it's safe to take the vaccine to, uh, to you know, put us together. We're like the uh, modern-day uh, De Niro and Pacino. You can yeah, be you which whenever, whichever you want. You can be the De Niro <laughs> or Pacino. Fauci and Cuomo, I'll give you a fun boy. Who, who do you want to be, De Niro or Pacino? Which one do you want I to be? I love them both. <laughs> you? I love them both. I don't want to insult one or the other. If I say one, I don't want to hurt the feelings of the other. Yeah. So who's the yeah. politician? Yeah, you talking to me? You talking to me? They're both made men, right? Fauci and Cuomo. Yeah, I prefer uh Robbie De Niro, uh, the uh, gym owner <laughs> up in Buffalo. He talked about the Constitution and individual liberty, uh, the uh, Marine, the retired Marine, for whom they gave a $15,000 fine because he was working with other businessmen to say, what are we going to do about this? And he ripped up that $15,000 fine live on Fox News with a not-too-happy Fox News reporter. And then, as I reported earlier this week, look at there. There he is ripping up the $15,000 fine. And then what I really loved was a local county controller who uh, said, uh, I, I've got this. <laughs> so I said, uh, anybody gets a $15,000 fine, I'm going to give you a 100 years to pay it. How about that? <laughs> so sometime in uh, 2120, uh, right? 2120, he has to pay it by 2120. And if not, you can uh, go complain to his grave site about that because we're all going to die, just not from COVID. <laughs> so, yeah, these two guys... Uh, he got the Emmy for acting. And again, as I pointed out, and I, I think, uh, Jason Goodman was onto something, you know, he was, uh, sued by the Emmy people for a parody. Uh, he was giving out a Coroni award, right? To all these people who were lying about this stuff before, way before Cuomo was given an Emmy. And I mean, you saw just how dynamic a speaker he is there and the monotone but he got an Emmy for uh, for that. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, what he did was he took the Emmy Award and he changed that globe that the uh, statue is holding into a Corona ball. Right. And um, they sued him. That That is legal as a parody. That's fair use. The Corona Award there. They sued Jason Goodman. And the reason they sued him was because they want to shut up, uh, his, stop his reporting about what's going on in New York. I mean, this weekend he was walking around with uh, Charles Ortel, and they went past the uh, Christmas tree there in Rockefeller Center. And uh, Charles Ortel said, uh, you realize uh, that they've limited, you know, they have everybody way, way back from it, okay? And and they limit viewing to five minutes. You can't look at that tree for more than five minutes. What happened? Well, I guess you turn into stone or something like that. Uh, (laughs) This is the New York, what New York has become. And uh, so he needs some help with that lawsuit. If you want to help him, crowdsourcethetruth.org. I said it was .com the other day. It's .org. Crowdsource the truth. Uh, Jason Goodman fighting these people. And, and as you pointed out, he came on the show and talked about that. He said, I think they gave him that Emmy Award uh, to troll me, right, to come back and do that. And I, I agree with him. I think they did. All right, let's talk about something that really does deserve an Emmy. A uh, person uh, tweeted this to me yesterday, and you can find it on my Twitter feed at Libertarian. Uh, it's a trailer for a movie called The Spark. And I really liked it because he kind of summed up this uh, near dystopian future that we are in. Okay. Well, the, the, just a little bit beyond where we are, a little bit further into the 
transhumanist agenda, because that's the next part of this. And he does it with a guy that kind of sounds like Willem Dafoe. I don't know if it's him or who it is, but the actor sounds kind of like Willem Dafoe. And then the way that he lays out this transhumanist agenda, it really kind of sounds like uh, beat poetry from the 1960s. So I want to play that for you and uh, tell you where you could see that. Uh, video clip number three. Let's give you a taste of that. Video clip three. I'd like it we watch from the sidelines the parades of synthetics. The simulations. Little drummer boys are beating the human skins to death. Plastic smiles smeared across faces. God made man in his own image. But cloning and reprogramming DNA is to step backward. The demon race of androids and soulless creatures. Welcome to the future of lunatics, heretics, and sick pedophiles. No limits of fresh meat to satisfy their evil lusts. No limits to the abominations. Abominations. Follow like toy soldiers marching to the slaughter. No limits. The iPhones and the iPads blast. Transhuman rhetoric. Original thoughts blur, slur, because it's the spark being stolen. But the zombies have no clue. Kangaroo courts and compromised politicians are useless. And the parade continues. Goose stepping. Rodin's gates of hell are opening. The originals are being sacrificed. But only after their DNA has been sampled and stolen. Future soulless blandness awaits. Welcome to the new improved. Blue screens and holographs program the weak. Bubbleheads in Washington hair newscasters spin the stories. And the factories are closing, being replaced by reproductive modifying centers and slaughterhouses for the unwanted. My gift is emptying into the abyss. The hourglass is draining. And this parade, the charade, is so lifeless. Rosemary's babies programmed to reject love. Toy soldier armies smile as they pass. And the mom and the little boy next to me, they wave their flags, red, white, and bruised. Awesome is deception. If it wasn't so, I don't know the word. Black hole. Oh, this does make me laugh when I see the float of Mickey Mouse. It stops mid-salute. The black-gloved hand points to me. And the security's on its way. There's a human in our midst. I hear Mickey scream. The crowd gathers around me. They're all furious. Deleterious eyes glazed over. They're only emotion. Hate. But wait. Sadly. The androids have no idea why. like that. I thought that's pretty good. I'm going to check that out. You can, uh, The Spark is the name of the movie. And um, he's got it on Vimeo as a rental. 
I don't have much time to watch movies anymore. I can't remember the last time I watched a movie. Uh, but if I can find the time, I'm going to watch that. Uh, excellent job. I, I thought he really summed it up. Well, if you think that's a, a stretch, well, I mean, you know, we've just uh, last couple of days, steaks grown from human cells. Oh, yeah, they think we're promoting cannibalism. Oh, of course they're not, right? It's a misinterpretation. It became politicized in the wrong ways because, you know, humans eating each other is a taboo topic. Oh, they're going to get rid of that with an artistic spin, right? They named this after the ancient symbol of a snake eating its own tail. So that is exactly what they're promoting. Yeah, eat humans, not uh, cows, right? We'll be right back. Stay with us. The ultimate fluoride-free charcoal mouthwash is now available at InfoWarsStore.com and DrJonesNaturals.com for the lowest price possible to complete your daily mouth cleaning routine. It is the perfect companion to the new activated charcoal toothpaste all under our new line by Dr. Jones Naturals that will naturally give your mouth and breath a deep clean. This mouthwash only uses the best natural ingredients like real peppermint oil, thyme oil, xylitol, and of course, high quality charcoal. Not only fluoride free, this mouthwash is completely free of other dangerous ingredients such as SLS, harsh detergents, BPA, and so much more. As soon as you use it, you can tell that this formula is the real deal. So get your bottle of the new activated charcoal mouthwash right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Back in 1996, the head of the World Food Program said that they would use food and global lockdowns due to a virus scare to bring in world government. That also came out in the North American Union documents that Judicial Watch and Lou Dobbs got more than 15 years ago as well. So we know their plan. And if they're able to keep this lockdown going, it's going to cause not just a worldwide depression, but mass starvation of hundreds of millions. Millions have already starved to death, not from COVID, but from the lockdown. That's why it's important for people in North America to get prepared, hell, all over the world. But we have high-quality, affordable food ready to ship to you the last 25 years at preparewithalex.com. There's an additional 10% off, a very rare sale is going right now, preparewithalex.com. Also, at infowars.com, we have all the great supplements that boost your immune system and so much more with free shipping as well, up to 60% off. So take advantage of that at infowarsstore.com and preparewithalex.com. God bless. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Godfather name in the last segment. You know, we got uh, Cuomo and Fauci talking about uh, who's going to play them, right? Uh, yeah. Of course, we get some uh, made men. You know, some guys will always play mafia figures because that's what they are. They're the health mafia and, and they're running government like a protection racket. Uh, I got some numbers here. We're going to have to protect you from this virus, right? Because if you don't uh, get the protection, Gonna have to break your legs, uh, 
take your business. You, know, you, you want to make sure that you do the right thing here. I'm just going to, not mandatory, of course. I just uh, know that you're going to do the right thing. Now, that's what they're doing. It's a protection racket. Government has always been a protection racket. And now with the health dictatorship, oh, it's a big time protection racket. So who is going to play which of them, right? Which one will be played by Robert De Niro? Which one played by Al Pacino? They don't have to worry about Fredo. Fredo, they've already got that covered. They've got that covered with uh, Cuomo's brother. His brother. <laughs> His brother is going to be the <laughs> Fredo. He, nobody does Fredo better than the real Fredo. So, uh, yeah. And then, so we got this, the reason I brought this up again, we got a city council member in Chicago. Yeah, godfathers, right? Uh, <laughs> accused of running a quote, COVID speakeasy, a COVID speakeasy at his dine-in restaurant. Yeah. It's for the people in the know, right? You knock on the door, the right person answers. You say, <laughs> I'm here for the pizza. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I was at a, uh, uh, a think tank, uh, thing once and they, they had a party afterwards and, uh, <laughs> they had it on the theme of a speakeasy, you know, before speakeasies were cool again. Here we are, you know, hundred years later, hundred years <laughs> after we had alcohol prohibition, we're coming back to speakeasies for people who just want to eat, you know, not even have alcohol, but, um. It was uh, a think tank where they were talking about energy issues. And so you would knock on the door, and the uh, password to get in was to say, I'm here for the ethanol subsidy. <laughs> well, these guys are here for the COVID subsidy. here. They're here for the PPP. Yeah, you know me. I'm a stakeholder here. I'm one of the stakeholders. I'm one of the, you know, you know me from Davos. We met at Davos. Remember that? Yeah. It's all Chatham House rules. Speakeasies. These people are mafia. All right. So <clears throat> I got something I want to show you here. You probably have seen it. It's really gone viral. Came out yesterday. Uh, it's about Christmas. It's themed with Christmas. Uh, before we do, real quickly, I just want to remind you about the products that we have at InfoWarsStore.com uh, and at Prepare with Alex. At Prepare with Alex, we've got a lot of special preparedness items, things to help you prepare to make sure that you're covered with uh, food, storable food, as well as water. We have uh, an assortment of water filters there, gravity feed water filters, uh, but also particularly food, because that's one of the things that they're going to come after us with. Uh, they're going to shut down these stores based on these fake tests, as I mentioned earlier in the show. Now, because of a fake test, I mean, Rudy is not even sick, according to President Trump. He doesn't even have a fever. There's no fever. But he got a positive test. Why? Because these positive tests, you can get a positive test on a uh, box of applesauce or a sealed test unit. And because of that, they've shut down the entire legislature there in Arizona. And I imagine many more state legislatures will shut down as an excuse to not have a look at the election. But uh, if they will shut down the entire, uh, you know, for what they've got, all obviously they've got an alternative agenda here. We know that. And they've got an alternative agenda in terms of shutting down your food supply as well. Uh, so make sure that you're covered. Uh, the food that we have uh, through My Patriot Supply, it's made in the U.S., it's non-GMO, it's storable for 25 years. And it's a way that you can lock in the price. You know, one of the things that we haven't really talked about is uh, hyperinflation. You know, we've had a Venezuelan election, and you know what's next? A Venezuelan economy! 
Hyperinflation. Yeah, that's coming up. So make sure you're prepared with that. Go to preparewithalex.com. You'll see a lot of different specials there on different size uh, uh, storable food. Okay, let's take a look at as at uh, what came out yesterday. Uh, let's show you this clip, video clip number one. Uh, this is a kid who goes to one of these ridiculous department store Santas. And when I heard this, my wife showed this to me uh, last evening. And uh, when I heard this Santa Claus, is that a man or a woman? I really couldn't tell. Uh, maybe they're transitioning. Uh, maybe Santa is transitioning to, I don't know, the Easter money. Um, but, uh, this kid, when asked by Santa, and they're, you know, quite a bit apart, right? Uh, so they're like six feet apart. He's not on Santa's lap. And, uh, as they're apart, the kid, uh, tells Santa that he wants a Nerf gun. A Nerf gun. Let's roll that clip. Video clip number one. Nope, no guns. Nerf guns. Nope, not even a Nerf gun. It's okay, we're dead. Great receiver. Yeah, the mom goes over to comfort the kid. So, you know, he says, I, I want a gun, and he goes, a Nerf gun or whatever, and he says, no, no guns. And the mom says, a Nerf gun. And he goes, not even Nerf guns. No, not here. No, you can get, Santa's not going to give me any guns. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, this is, welcome to 2020, where every over the top dystopian scene from every film, including Christmas story, you know, where the kid says, I, you know, I want a Red Rider BB gun. They put your eye out, kid, and they kick him down the slide, right? Well, that's basically what they did in real life. You know, this is 2020. No matter how ridiculous or authoritarian, that's what we do this year. Unbelievable. Yeah, we should get the clip from Scrooged where, uh, <laughs> where uh, you have the, uh, Bill Murray is playing the studio executive at the beginning of it. I like the beginning of the movie. I don't care that much for the rest of it. The beginning of the movie was good because they ran through all the different clips of what was lined up for the studio executive for Christmas. And one of them is uh, the year the reindeer died. And they got Lee Majors who played the six million dollar man and Santa Claus for whatever reason is under uh fully automatic attack, you know, automatic weapons man attack and <laughs> Lee Majors comes in and there it is right there. You guys have got that. Go ahead and, and uh <laughs> go ahead and run the uh audio of that. You got the audio. Uh no audio. Okay. Well anyway, the uh <laughs> Lee Majors is there to save the day. And they're shooting back, everybody's exchanging fully automatic fire and you know, explosives. And Santa says, Lee, you've been a really good boy this year. Well, you know, that's obviously not the Santa Claus that was uh, in the department store because, um, uh, you know, you just kick him to the curb. And then we have the Michigan attorney general. My son was devastated when someone wished him Merry Christmas. Michigan attorney general Dana Nessel, the first openly gay politician in Michigan. And, you know, in Michigan, they've got the governor, Gretchen Whitmer. They've got this uh, uh, attorney general, Dana Nessel. They've got a uh, person running the Board of Elections or whatever. They're all these, you know, 35 to 45-year-old women uh, who are, you know, liberal females. Uh, and it's just <laughs> whatever. They must have rigged those elections a long time ago. I mean, who would vote for these people? Anyway, uh, she tweeted and then later deleted. 
in response to President Trump saying, I'm going to be saying Christmas again. Said it proudly again. Democrats are trying to take that word out of the vocabulary. And she came back and said, well, I remember the first time I was at a store with my son. An employee said, Merry Christmas to us. My son looked devastated and asked, are we the only people who don't celebrate Christmas? I answered, no. Uh, and uh, she said, I'm glad that Joe Biden knows that. And I'm sure that she then said in a wicked voice, soon, son, no one will be celebrating Christmas. <laughs> right? That's exactly what, because there's <laughs> Babylon B satire, which isn't really much of a satire. Gretchen Whitmer casts a spell on Michigan. So it's always winter, never Christmas. Self-proclaimed Queen of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer. Formerly, the Kingdom of Charn has cast a magic spell upon the entire land of Michigan, creating a hundred-year winter of hopelessness and despair. It's winter in Michigan, said one resident, and it has been ever so long. Always winter, but never Christmas. I'm the queen, she said, and you're my people. What else are you there for but to do my will? Yeah, exactly. You know, the Democrats, they hate kids. They hate Christmas. They hate guns. They hate families. And they're getting everything that they wanted for Christmas. Matter of fact, Kamala Harris went on with a Queef Fancy magazine. I think it's a homosexual magazine. And uh, was talking about how much she hates Christmas as well. It seems to be a thing with these people. I'll tell you about that when we come back. Kamala Harris hates Christmas too. Oh, no wonder they want to cancel it. Fox has betrayed President Trump as I predicted they would. They've always been part of the establishment, and it's only going to get worse. If they're able to keep Trump from rightfully taking office for a second term on January 20th, the system is going to drop the hammer harder than ever on this republic. They are going to explode gas prices. They're going to shut down our coal power plants. They're going to cut off the energy source to the U.S. So it's impossible for factories to move back here. This is economic domination. This is economic war. We are being consolidated. We're being taken over. The Democrats aren't mismanaging their blue cities and states. They're consolidating power and control to bankrupt the population and bring them absolutely to heel and then consolidate ownership of all the infrastructure and property. This is a monopolistic takeover. That's what the Great Reset is. Klaus Schwab and these other criminals admit it. That's what social distancing is. So your business is only at 25% for several more years. No small businesses will be there. This is a master plan. Say no. It's your move. You're listening to The David Knight Show. All right, so I was just saying that the Attorney General of Michigan, partner of, uh, well, not the partner of Gretchen Whitmer, but she does have a female partner, first openly gay politician in Michigan, and she was talking about how her son uh, was so upset when somebody wished him a Merry Christmas. As uh, one person commented, what does that say about her as a parent? And what does that say about her view of the law? Well, we know where these people are. Kamala Harris, as I said, as we're going to the break, during an interview with Queef Fancy Magazine, and this is back in November, said Christmas shouldn't be a federal holiday. Why is Christmas, this is what she had to say, why is Christmas held above Hanukkah or Kwanzaa? 
Uh, it's a long-standing grievous error to allow Christians some kind of festival of superiority that is forcibly pushed down the throats of others. This is Kamala Harris. That's what she thinks Christmas is. It is a festival of superiority that is pushed down the throats of others. This is not a Christian nation, says Kamala Harris. No matter what the leftover cult of ignoramuses that still, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I'm not going to say what she said at that point. Um, anyway, as a vulgar reference, uh, because, you know, she is talking to a uh, homosexual magazine. Uh, I think it should be a one-day uh, celebration like Martin Luther King's birthday. He actually existed, and he was American. There you go. That's Kamala Harris. That's the woman who wants to be president. Uh, she's not qualified, not just uh, from a moral standpoint. Uh, she's not qualified from a constitutional standpoint. Uh, she is not a natural-born citizen. Very clear from the 14th Amendment, she's not anywhere close to being qualified. She's not even qualified from a standpoint of uh, the election. I mean, she got 1% running as a Democrat. Not even the Democrats wanted Kamala Harris. Uh, she and Joe Biden, two of the most authoritarian people uh, in terms of the war on drugs, locking up their fellow citizens, ignoring constitutional rights of other people. And here she is, the arrogance of this woman, who doesn't think that she's accountable to God, doesn't think she has to obey the Constitution. Yeah, it's not going to work out too well. Uh, it's going to be a, a fight, but at least we're going to understand who the enemy is. U.S. Supreme Court refuses to hear an appeal for single-sex spaces for children at school. This is the U.S. Supreme Court, and this just happened. I mean, that was an interview back in uh, the end of November. U.S. Supreme Court has declined to hear an appeal from parents who wish to keep members of the opposite sex out of their children's formerly single-sex bathrooms and locker rooms. And so the uh, case was Parents for Privacy versus Attorney General Barr. That's right. Yeah, because, you know, quietly, the Trump administration has been very supportive of this LGBT agenda. They don't make it front and center. They don't make it one of the major priorities of their administration. And, you know, as the uh, log cabin Republicans were just fine with President Trump because he embraced uh, the homosexual agenda, he pointed people uh, there because they were homosexual. You know, we got a virtue signal about every uh, identity politics. So that's an identity. So let's put somebody in and uh, trumpet how much we love that. And uh, Melania has done that as well in her speeches. But they didn't try to force it down people's throats. You know, we're not forcing Christmas down people. You don't have to celebrate Christmas. You know, Kamala can stay in her in her uh, lair and, uh, you know, scrounge a bah humbug at everybody, you know, through the window. She doesn't have to celebrate it. But these people don't demand tolerance. They demand that you celebrate it is a tyranny of the minority in this particular case. I'll tell you about this case when we come back because I don't have enough time to talk about it. But it's worth talking about this because this is going to be a major priority of a Biden administration. We'll be right back. In a world of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, The David Knight Show.
Welcome back. Yeah, we have to uh, draw the lines between satire and reality pretty carefully, don't we? <laughs> about the Attorney General of Michigan and how offended her son was that somebody wished him happy uh, Merry Christmas. And uh, then I went to the uh, Babylon B satire about uh, you know referring to Gretchen Whitmer as the uh, the evil queen from Narnia. Probably recognize that, but of course the one that we're talking about about Christmas, Kamala Harris shouldn't be a federal holiday. Do you really think that uh, she disagrees with that? I mean, that was a satire, but uh, do you think that that accurately summarizes what she thinks? I think so. I mean, you know, why should we celebrate Christmas instead of Festivus, right? Uh, so, yeah. But this is for real. U.S. Supreme Court refuses to hear appeal for same-sex spaces for children at school. This is Parents for Privacy versus Barr, Attorney General. And as I pointed out before, you know, the log cabin Republicans don't have a problem with Trump. Uh, but it's the people that founded the Lincoln Project who do. Uh, it's a radical a homosexual woman in New Hampshire. And she quit the Republican Party. She quit the log cabin Republicans because she wanted legislation in New Hampshire that was going to punish people if they didn't do what she demanded. In other words, you don't bake a cake for me. You don't um, uh, photograph my wedding because you're a Christian and because you don't want to do a homosexual. Well, we're going to have uh, criminal penalties for that. And the New Hampshire legislature said, you know, we're all about liberty and we're open-minded and everything, but we're not going to penalize people for the choices that they make because they were really about tolerance. These people are not. You know, they are about uh, intolerance in the name of tolerance. They're about bullying in the name of stopping bullying. And it's about a tyranny of the minority. In this particular case, this is Dallas, Oregon, Dallas, Oregon. In 2015, the Supreme Court refused to hear this yet again. An LGBTQ nation, a pro-homosexual news site, said the decision to decline the case is a big win for transgender students. Uh, The particulars of it were back in 2015, a freshman student, a biological female, had recently adopted the name Elliot Yoder and decided that uh, changing in a single-occupant restroom for gym class was just too inconvenient and embarrassing. You know, if you have a special restroom for yourself, no, 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 it's embarrassing for me to... to, I'd rather change my clothes out here in the locker room with people that are different biological sex. That's not embarrassing. Uh, Doing this in uh, in a private single-occupant restroom, that that is embarrassing, right? And so... um, she demanded, or he, or whatever, uh, uh, used, uh, demanded to use the boys' locker room. And then the school district there in Dallas, Oregon, sent a letter to 67 students in that gym class saying that, quote, an unnamed transgender student, quote, unquote, uh, nobody knows who this is, right? We don't know who this is, as if they don't, uh, would be using their locker room in the future. So there you go. That's the tyranny of the minority. One person says, I demand that I can change in public here. And the other people say, uh, the other 67 have to do that. And that's where we are now. When we have that, we adopt that kind of mindset. That's the kind of mindset that tells you that because one person is afraid uh, and has, wants you to wear a mask, you got to wear the mask. 
That's where we are. And then they take that the next step. They say, well, your mask doesn't protect you. It protects other people, and their mask protects you. And so the mask is totally ineffective for you, but it protects everybody else, which is the same lie they've been telling everybody about vaccines. You know that the mask is a placeholder. The mask mandates are a placeholder for the vaccine mandates. Everything that they're doing now with the masks, saying that you can't go in the public areas, you can't fly, you can't do this, they're going to do all that with the vaccines. And they're even saying it. I mean, the airlines are now saying that as well. But back to this. In November of 2015, it was the Department of Education under Obama that ruled that preventing a biological male who identified as a girl from using girls' facilities was a violation of Title XI facilities. So that's how they get their way. They bribe people, right? We're going to withdraw this money that you have now become dependent on if you don't do exactly what we say. Uh, That's what President Trump did with the executive order for the lockdown. Here, I'll give you, uh, I'll give you power, political power. You can, as long as I've got my three executive orders uh, in place here, declaring this to be a national emergency, you can do whatever you want as a governor. I mean, Governor Abbott and all these other Republican governors can force us to, well, they can, can't force us, but they can demand that we wear masks. And it's all predicated on those executive orders. But then also because it's a national emergency, they get the cash, just like they offer them cash to uh, do this in the locker rooms. And you've got your wonderful Supreme Court that's going to protect all your religious liberties and everything, right? Not even going to hear the case. Not even going to hear it. But it is going to be a big priority with the uh, Biden administration. Their transition team uh, is uh, really uh, what is going to last for four years. And they're going to be trying to transition uh, America into a Sodom and Gomorrah country. All right, let's talk a little bit about the masks. Um, <clears throat> the phrase, wear a mask, has now been named to be the most notable quote of 2020. And uh, <laughs> the headline from RT says, because do what you're told was just too on the nose. And, of course, a mask is on the nose as well. Uh, out of every phrase over the last 12 months, Yale Law School librarian Fred Shapiro chose Anthony Fauci's finger-wagging wear a mask as the top quote of 2020, as if to administer one last slap in the face to free will and rational thought. It is a very sick society indeed that celebrates knee-jerk obedience to an ever-shifting narrative and praises fear as the highest form of human emotion. So this uh, Yale School librarian, uh, Shapiro, had previously explained that he selects quotes that are famous or revealing the spirit of the times rather than something that is eloquent or admirable. As a matter of fact, we talk about wear a mask. We now got uh, Cuomo, you know, the Mafia Don of New York, sending mass squads to enforce COVID-19 rules in counties that are a little bit lax. Uh, the DOH, uh, that's pronounced Doe, right? <laughs> Back to the Simpsons. Uh, the Doe's uh, outreach and enforcement of executive orders is related to the use of face coverings, masks, and social distancing. Workers who volunteer to go to these uh, counties, and uh, they've singled out two counties, Orange County and Rockland in the state of New York. So the state of New York is sending out their Department of Health goons 
to do something about this. Uh, they say if you volunteer to go to these two counties, you'll get overtime pay. Oh, see, always financial incentives, financial incentives to uh, uh, use their transgender agenda uh, against boys and girls in schools. Incentives to keep the lockdown, incentives to look for people who aren't wearing their masks or doing social distancing, because we've got these rebellious counties in Orange County and Rockland in uh, New York. Quote, we're active in all counties where there is an increasing infection rate. Oh, really? We've got a felony infection here. Uh, And no trial, of course. We just have assumptions, allegations, and then penalties. The Orange County executive welcomed the state health Calvary, as uh, New York Post called it. Uh, we're on it. We've got it. But you can never say it's enough. And the repercussions of these numbers continues to climb. State police are also involved in educating residents. Oh, and enforcing as well. Oh, yeah, it's an educational campaign, right? Uh, I met with the state police last week, and they're going to supermarkets and department stores, and they're saying, hey, wear a mask. Hey, it's a free mask. Yeah. Well, you know, I have this thing called Freedom. And uh, I guess if the police say that to me, my reply would be the other phrase of uh, 2020. I can't breathe. We'll be right back. Stay with us. The project for world government developed by the British Empire via Cecil Rhodes, then picked up by the Rockefeller family and the major robber barons the planet by the 1920s, is all about corporate global governance. And now you're seeing it. It's not just the blue states, the blue cities, the communists and socialist nations, all working in unison under UN control to establish a medical planetary dictatorship. At the core of it is the Fortune 100 corporations, themselves funded by a handful of private central banking families, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the Dutch and British royalty being at the very heart of that. Then you learn the Dutch and British royalty aren't even Dutch or British at the same time. But they go back to the literal Count Dracula and the wars in between Christendom and Islam. Those that don't know history really are doomed to repeat it. They're involved in imploding the world economy. That's what the social distancing, the mask are all about. It's about bankrupting local small businesses. And those that comply are complying with your own destruction. Wake up. We here at InfoWars are proud to announce the first ever Kava Kava Root Supplement that is now available at InfoWarsStore.com. Kava is one of the hottest new breakthroughs in the natural health world today. Though it has been used for hundreds of years in the Pacific Islands for its relaxation and euphoric effects. According to ancient Samoan legend, Kava was given as a gift by the sun god Tagaloa, who they considered to be the supreme ruler and creator of the universe. The Samoan people would drink kava tea during social gatherings and sacred ceremonies to loosen up a little. Nowadays, kava is used around the world by many who enjoy its serious benefits. The new Kava Chill by Dr. Jones Naturals contains a full blend of not only kava kava, but other herbs including, but not limited to, German chamomile, organic skullcap, and valerian root. We do expect to sell this new product quickly, so be sure to secure yours by visiting InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The David Knight Show.
Yeah, these uh, Democrats so offended by Christmas. Uh, yet even John Lennon liked Christmas, but of course that's forty years ago, right? <laughs> you can find something to celebrate for Christmas. No, when we look at what uh, we might expect coming up, as LifeSite reports, the Human Rights Campaign, America's largest and most powerful LGBT lobby organization, is pushing. Biden and Kamala to target Christian educational institutions, demanding that a Biden administration strip colleges that adhere to rules and positions that oppose homosexuality in their accreditation. So in other words, as Al Mohler points out, he's president of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. He said uh, that'll mean basically abandoning biblical standards for teaching, for hiring, for admission, for housing, and for student life. It would mean that Christian schools are no longer allowed that they're no longer allowed to be Christian. And that's what these people want. So you're going to talk about getting rid of uh, Christmas? Oh, yeah, they can get rid of Christmas. They can just uh, say, you're not going to have Christmas. Shut up. I got cases, and uh, you ain't going to have no Christmas. And then they can just, by fiat, say we're going to cancel Christian colleges. Oh, yeah, it'll be hateful. It'll be hate speech. You don't think they can do that? You don't think they can mandate vaccines? By hook or by crook, they will do what they want to do. You know, they can cancel uh, anybody on social media, and uh, they can essentially cancel the colleges as well. The uh, human rights campaign, they call it, and it, again, it does. it's not about human rights at all. It's about demanding that you celebrate their activity. They don't even want tolerance. They demand that you celebrate what they do. And so what do they demand? Well, they have what they call a blueprint for positive change, has 85 recommendations, including eliminating non-discrimination exemptions on religious colleges if they refuse to abandon the political position on marriage. The biblical position, I'm sorry, which is a, you know, and adopt their political position. And um, the uh, laundry list, as Al Mohler points out, it's fundamentally transformational. That's why I said this Biden administration, uh, it is a transition team. It is a transition team to attack Christianity and to transition us into Sodom and Gomorrah. And they're even pointing out that they want to have uh, a non-binary gender marker put on passports. Now, maybe you can get that put on your vaccine health passport, too, right? Because that's important to know. Right, we got to know, uh, is this person been vaccinated, and what is their preferred pronoun? Uh, so they want to uh, say it's an inalienable right, but they want to take away other people's inalienable rights. Yeah, that's why we need to have that kind of discussion like I had last week. You want to understand where the concept of uh, tolerance, where the concept of the fact that we don't want to unite uh, the church and state, and what they're doing is they are uniting church and state. The state religion is secular humanism. And it is going to try to exclude every other religion. Uh, when we look at, uh, you think that um, uh, as ridiculous as that is, we see the Senate Democrat candidate in Georgia uh, has a winning platform. Uh, ban plastic forks and straws and bags. <laughs> this is John Ossoff. We can have a beautiful Clean, healthy planet, we can ban plastic. There you go. I'll push for advances in sustainability, including a rapidly phased-in ban on single-use plastics, strongly enforced treaties to protect oceans and fisheries, and on and on. So, 
you know, they're worried about toxins, right? Except they're going to force DNA modifying toxins into your body. Oh yeah, that's right. But you know, when we look at this, understand that the agenda that they use to formulate all these different prohibitions to do the great reset, to reorder our society, to put us all under the thumb of a few stakeholders who own everything. And we own nothing. Remember, it was years ago when we played that uh, clip, and they were talking about it longer than 2016, but I've shown you the video from 2016 from Davos. You will own nothing, and you'll be happier, and you won't go anywhere, and uh, you won't be eating meat either. Yeah, you'll probably be eating cloned human cells. And see, even they, they called it Soylent Green. That's a, a green program, right? We don't, we don't raise cows. Oh no, we eat people. Soylent Green. It's green. It's the Green New Deal. Yeah, it's been around a long time, but they're bringing it back. You know, they rapidly put in their entire agenda with this COVID farce. And now they're going to lock it in place by going back to the climate change thing, right? Now, natural gas prices, they're warning uh, the producers, even though they've had a hard year this year because nobody's using energy, right? Nobody's doing anything, going anywhere. And they're saying, well, if you think that you're going to sell natural gas to uh, warm things up, uh, no, December could end up being the top three warmest of all time. Now, think about this. The oil companies are going bankrupt because nobody is using any fossil fuel. Right, we've had. I can't say nobody's using any fossil fuel, but we've got lowest utilization of fossil fuel that we've had uh, for decades. And yet, why is it the temperatures are going up? Could it be that the sun has some effect on our climate? Oh, that can't possibly be it. It's got to be you and your automobile, right? And so they're expecting that natural gas uh, projections from the uh, people looking at it say, well, we think it's going to be down by about seven percent. Denmark, meanwhile, is going to end oil production by 2050. And uh, Japan has set the date, I think it's 2050, that they're going to stop making engines. So you're not going to be able to buy a car that has a gasoline engine in 2050. They're not even going to sell them. Now, Biden and Kamala are going to try to make sure that you can't get the fuel. See, that's the approach. Same approach that they're doing for guns. And we're not going to come around and take your guns. What we'll do is we'll take away your ammunition, and then you'll have clubs, and we'll take away the uh, fuel, and then what you will have are collector pieces, museum pieces, lawn ornaments. Uh, it won't be automobiles. That's the approach. And then after you get tired of having these things around, then they confiscate them, right? But, I mean, if you, you can't use your gun if you don't have ammunition, and if you don't have fuel, you can't use your car. So uh, as we look at this and we understand where this uh, agenda is going, it truly is a Marxist agenda. You know, Davos is going to be uh, delaying things because it's going to be a little bit awkward as they're pushing out their vaccine program to be celebrating about how they're going to take over the world and take everything from us in January. So they're going to delay it to May. And uh, they're going to go to Singapore instead of Davos just to confuse people. Now that Davos has become a household word, most people refer to uh, Klaus Schwab's organization, the World Economic Forum, as Davos, because they always meet there. So just to confuse everybody, they'll go to Singapore this year, and they'll do it in May instead of in January. But if you want to know where this is all headed, of course, China is the pattern. And if you want to know where we're going to be in a short period of time, just look at what's going on in China. In China, they've used the COVID fraud to completely take out the freedom fighters in Hong Kong. 
And there are videos all the time about how they're snatching up pro-democracy figures. Another eight have been taken. They're kidnapping them without due process, transporting them out of Hong Kong into communist China. That's what we can look forward to. The trick that social engineers use is very, very simple. They just teach us that the architecture of civilization, that the trajectory of a species is designed by these ever-knowing, loving, liberal technocrats. And that if we just sit back and enjoy the ride, everything will be great. But then they tell us that humans are obsolete, non-essential, that we're bad for the earth, and we need to be phased out. So they're very open about what they're doing, and they count on us just being very passive, living in the matrix-like system that they're building. But what defines humans more than anything from the rest of the, quote, animal kingdom is that we control our environment. We build our own environments. We create our own systems. We really geoengineer and terraform the planet and its systems towards our aims. But instead, we're acting like animals, letting the globalists play the part of humans and us as cattle. And that's the trick. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Using free speech to free minds, it's The David Knight Show. You know, one country that has done the right thing is uh, Brazil. And they've been standing against this Great Reset. As a matter of fact, uh, you had a Brazilian government official go to the U.N. and uh, <laughs> uh, at the session on COVID and said, we're not going to be a part of the Great Reset. I mean, he's called it out exactly what it is. Let's play a little bit of that. It's a long video. We're not going to play the whole thing, but let's play uh, some of that video clip number eight. Your Excellency Ambassador Volkan Boskir, President of the General Assembly. Your Excellency Ambassador Yashar Aliyev, Permanent Representative of Azerbaijan, on whose behalf I greet all my colleagues, distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen. As we know, COVID-19 has caused severe impact on societies and economies across the globe. It constitutes the most challenging crisis in recent history, and we should face it without abandoning the fundamental principles of this organization which should be based on the efforts of individual nations acting in a concerted way. COVID-19 must not be taken as a pretext to advance agendas that extrapolate from the constitutional structure of the UN system. Despite its worldwide reach, the pandemic affects individual nations and peoples unevenly. The United Nations should serve as a platform for member states to share their experiences and practices during and in the aftermath of this crisis. Brazil reaffirms the primary responsibility of governments to adopt and implement responses to the COVID-19 that are specific to national contexts. There is no possible one-size-fits-all solution. While we recognize words, the mandated role of the say. WHO no, It's not going to directly challenge the narrative that they've got out there. We've got other doctors who will do that, and he's not a doctor, he's a politician. But as a politician saying, well, we're a sovereign nation, we're not going to jump when you say jump. And do exactly what you have to say. But let, let's go to a UFC fighter. And uh, his name is uh, Bryce Mitchell. 
And he had a statement, which was not carried by UFC TV. Uh, They did not want this uh, aired. Uh, So I wanted you to hear what he had to say. And he's not speaking in an eloquent way. He's just kind of down-home guy and uh, from Arkansas, calling out the Arkansas governor, Asa Hutchinson, for the tyranny that is being implemented in his state. Uh, This is... (laughs) This is making sense common again. Video clip number four, Bryce Mitchell, UFC light featherweight. Uh, let's go ahead and play that video clip four. Um, I was driving by elementary school the other day, and I seen all these kids outside. They're trying to play on the playground. They're trying to run around. They're trying to swing on the monkey bars, go down a slide and wrestle and, and play tag, and they all got masks on. And I see them out there. Some of them taking their mask off so they can breathe fresh air. They get fresh air in their lungs when they take the mask off. And then you got a teacher walking around pointing at them saying, oh, put your mask on, put your mask on, put your mask on. And that makes me sick that these kids can't get fresh air and they're eight That's hours right. a day. They're sitting six make feet apart from too. each other and they can't, they can't breathe fresh air. I don't agree with that. And I just want to tell Asa Hutchinson, I think you need to have a little bit of backbone because we did not vote for none of that. There was no vote. That said, we want our kids in masks. We want to wear masks. We want our businesses shut down. We want our restaurants at half capacity. We want our gyms at half capacity. And I just don't know who he thinks he is telling us that yeah, we have the legislature to shut down didn't our vote for it either. Shut our businesses to half capacity without a vote. There was no vote. And if he likes, if he likes shutting down people's businesses and he likes telling people what to do, he can go to California because they'll love him over there. That's, that's what they do over there. The government's all up in people's business over there, and we don't want to live like that. And I'm just asking to get our freedoms back, and I don't think that's much to ask for. I'm, what I'm saying is make the mask optional in Arkansas when for people who own restaurants and people who own businesses. Make it optional. Why tell somebody they have to wear a mask? What if they don't want to, or what if it affects their breathing negatively and gives them headaches? You know? Uh, and here's another theory I got. If your mask works so well... Why are you worried about if I'm wearing one? Don't you so got one? So you got to figure it out. <laughs> why does it matter if they work so good? Why are you worried if I got one? You wear one and you worry about you. Yeah. Okay. And if you think you're going to sick, stay home. If you think you're going to get sick, stay home. That's all. I, that's all I'm saying. And 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 I think that taking away our liberties and taking away our freedoms without a vote, I don't think that's the right answer. And uh, there's going to be a lot of criticism and a lot of people attacking me for saying that, and they're going to say I'm a dumb MMA fighter and I got no sense sharing my opinion but you know what i pay my taxes so you're going to tell me you can take that money out my pocket tens and thousands of dollars out my pocket that i fought for and you're going to take it out my pocket and then discredit my opinions and say i don't have an opinion no i do have an opinion and it does matter and if you put it on the boat i guarantee you more people in arkansas agree with me than they do mass for everybody all i'm saying is make it optional let the people have a choice there's single moms that are waitresses, okay? And you're putting, they got kids, okay? They got kids to feed. They're moms that are waitresses, okay? No dads. And the restaurants are at half capacity. That's half their paycheck. You're affecting people's lives, Asa Hutchinson. Open up That's right. Why are we not Open working and uh, why are they still working? Give us All right, let's, let's hold it right there. He's got that exactly right. You know, what he understands is that, you know, well, I understand if people are afraid of that, you know, your mask should protect you. If you're really afraid, just stay home. No, no, no. It's not about that. It's about compliance. It's about psychologically conditioning those children to be dominated by the government, to be dominated by authority figures. 
And it's about making people sick. That's what these masks are about. I support making the mask mandatory for the health officials and for the politicians. And let the rest of us breathe freely. Maybe we could even lock them up. I don't know. But we could start with the masks. Let's make the masks uh, mandatory for these politicians. Everyone is already wearing a mask. They just don't work. Says the article from the Ron Paul Institute. Now, this has got some great research here. Uh, as you've got, um, you've still got people saying, uh, we got to flatten the curve, right? The bell-shaped curve. Well, that happens when people get real immunity. You don't get real immunity if you don't have lasting immunity. They're saying, well, we don't know if these vaccines are going to work. Uh, we think they're going to work. They're going to be 99% effective, I think, yeah. Uh, but we don't know if they're going to work for another year or how long they're going to work. And so you'll have to have it all the time. They're already telling us that about these other vaccines. You've got to have three shots now of the MMR because we just, uh, you know, these other people, every time somebody who's been vaccinated once gets it, they say, well, we'll vaccinate everybody twice. Well, they get vaccinated twice, they still get measles. Well, the answer is we vaccinate you three times. Look, the whole idea of herd immunity uh, predated all the mass vaccine programs. The idea was is that after you got a disease, whether it was smallpox or whatever it was, measles, you now have lifetime immunity. And that was what was meant by herd immunity. If you have a vaccine that doesn't convey lasting immunity to you, and they admit they don't convey lasting immunity, you will never achieve herd immunity. You'll just have a herd mentality, a hive mind. Just do what we have, what we tell you to do. And so when we look at this, and the fact is that, you know, the, the whole idea of the curve, the bell-shaped curve was that uh, you're going to have people who had other existing conditions that were going to be taken out quickly uh, when something new comes. But the people who have a healthy immune system, they're going to develop immunity to it, and that's why you get the bell-shaped curve. But they're not even talking about that anymore, right? You still have a scholar at Berkeley, alleged scholar, pushing universal masking. But these people went through and they said, well, let's go back and take a look at the uh, CMU mask Compliance tracker, their own database. Let's go to the hotspots that they say they have, COVID hotspots, and let's look at the mask compliance there that they measured, Carnegie Mellon University. San Francisco area, 97% of the people are mask compliant. Same with New York City, 97%. Same with Washington, D.C., 97%. Dallas, Fort Worth, 94%. Philadelphia area, 96. Chicago, 95. Miami, 96. Seattle, 97. I would say here in Austin, based on my observation, it is somewhere between 95 and 100%. And yet they don't work because they keep telling us in the same places where you got all this mass compliance. You know, the big cities where everybody's watching the media and listening to their Democrat politicians. Everybody's wearing the mask. But that's the hot spots. Imagine that. Yeah, we're all wearing the mask. They just don't work. He understands that. You understand that. Understand the agenda behind it. You know, something very sad is happening. It's very sad because it was all avoidable. Two and a half years ago when InfoWars got banned off of more than 60 major platforms, I warned everybody that it was a precedent for the upcoming presidential election and that they would continue to ratchet down and tighten down the censorship until effectively there was a total Internet kill switch in place against conservatives, nationalists, and populists. And now that's happened. And then I told everybody that they would then start moving to arrest individuals that demonstrate in protests using a second COVID-19 lockdown and that Trump needed to get out front and fully repudiate COVID-19 is basically an overblown hoax. He started to do that in the last few months 
of the campaign. But we have to understand that that's the fencer attack they're going to use. They're going to use Black Lives Matter and race war to stir up the American people and divide us. And they're going to use economic warfare, shutting down the economy to try to control us. I hope people will listen now to my warnings because I'm on air telling people what's coming next. Back in 1996, the head of the World Food Program said that they would use food and global lockdowns due to a virus scare to bring in world government. That also came out in the North American Union documents that Judicial Watch and Lou Dobbs got more than 15 years ago as well. So we know their plan. And if they're able to keep this lockdown going, it's going to cause not just a worldwide depression, but mass starvation of hundreds of millions. Millions have already starved to death, not from COVID, but from the lockdown. That's why it's important for people in North America to get prepared, hell, all over the world. But we have high-quality, affordable food ready to ship to you the last 25 years at preparewithalex.com. There's an additional 10% off, a very rare sale is going right now, preparewithalex.com. Also, at infowars.com, we have all the great supplements that boost your immune system and so much more with free shipping as well, up to 60% off. So take advantage of that at infowarsstore.com and preparewithalex.com. God bless. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Same old Heidi Ho that we always see from the vaccine companies. Now, these uh, pharmaceutical giants who basically were not treated like the drug lords that they are uh, with the opioid epidemic. And now uh, they're back at it again, given legal immunity. And one of the things that I find interesting is that the uh, WHO, WHO uh, had a meeting on Monday, according to The Guardian, uh, their advisory group met to focus on reviewing existing plans for, quote, human challenge trials, and to discuss associated technical concerns uh, will not involve any groups representing research participants or members of the public. However, they did have representatives show up to the WHO from the uh, Welcome Trust, that's Burroughs Welcome, uh, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the NIH, and the FDA, the usual suspects. These are the people who are going to vaccinate the world. The Gates Foundation, Fauci's NIH and the FDA, along with big pharmaceutical representatives. Now, the advocates of challenge trials insist that there's a lot of merit in conducting them, says uh, Zero Hedge. Despite the latest data released by Moderna, Pfizer and AstraZeneca. In other words, there's a, a group, and I've talked about this before, one day sooner. Joshua Morrison is the executive director of it. And, uh, you know, he wanted to have a vaccine. He thought vaccine was going to save the world. And he said, we can do this more quickly. You know, they're saying we got to have two years to do this. This is the way they test vaccines. You know, they always in the past said the organization one day sooner. You know, you run some uh, short safety trials. You know, first you do them on uh, animals. No, no, we didn't do that. Uh, then you do them on humans and you do a bigger trial on humans and you look to see uh, if it's safe and effective, if it's a therapeutic. You look to see if it heals the condition or disease. 
But if it's a vaccine, you don't expose them to it, right? You don't have challenge tests. In other words, these people, you know, vaccine does not cure you. It's supposed to prevent uh, the thing that they're vaccinating you for. And so let's put it to a test. Let's do a scientific test. Let's vaccinate these people and let's let expose them to COVID. And I've got people who will volunteer to do it. So the director of one day sooner. So we can do this fact. We can prove whether or not these things are effective or not. Cause obviously they're still not buying the, uh, numbers, the numbers. We got numbers here of, uh, Moderna and Pfizer and AstraZeneca or the Soviets, right? They've got their Sputnik vaccine. <laughs> it's a moonshot. Uh, no, you know, they came out. Pfizer said, uh, as soon as the media coronated Biden. They said, uh, all right, we're done. We got it. 90% effective. The next day, Putin says, ours is 93%. And then a week later, Moderna came out and said, 94.5%. And then the next day, Pfizer up there from 90 to 95%. Now, do you believe that? I don't believe that. A lot of investment people say, I don't believe that. And the people at One Day Sooner who believe in vaccines don't believe that either. And so they're saying, well, we need to have some challenge tests. Well, you know what? I don't think that Bill Gates, I don't think the NIH, Fauci's NIH, and I don't think that the FDA believe those numbers either because they don't want to put it to a test. They're going to shut that down. And um, so, yeah, and they shut out this this organization one day sooner. Now, the, the organization one day sooner, that was being used. And the reason I reported on it was because they were, they were using them to push a propaganda agenda, to make people think that there really was going to be a challenge test. These things are untested. And the one day sooner movement was really kind of made a moot point. So the way this was supposed to work was that they would vaccinate a control group and then they would have another group that in a double blind way, they would be given a placebo. And then they would watch these two as they're just going about their normal, because they didn't want to ethically, you know, it's against the law, ethically, to actually do Nazi scientists science. But, uh, of course, they let these Nazi scientists like Fauci uh, actually uh, uh, weaponize bacteria, viruses, uh, make them more deadly, make them more easily spread. So they, they let them do that kind of Nazi science. But they don't let them do the kind of Nazi science where they actually expose people to diseases that without giving them any treatment. You know, kind of like the uh, Tuskegee experiment with syphilis. That kind of left a bad taste in their mouth. So it's like, eh, we don't want to do that again. You know, remember, we're still trying to get over that PR failure. So uh, <laughs> we ain't going to go there. Uh, but... <laughs> The, the whole point of it was that they were supposed to then just let these people kind of randomly mix in the population because, you know, COVID is everywhere. Everybody's going to be exposed to it. Just naturally, we didn't do it, right? And then they compare, you know, the different groups. And uh, that was supposed to take two years. It'd be an epidemiological study. And that's why the one day sooner people said, no, let's do a challenge test. I see your 95% uh, effective rate, and I want to uh, call that bluff. Right. They're not going to let that bluff be called. <laughs> They're not going to actually expose this stuff. And of course, the uh, safety thing is an open issue as well. When you look at the inserts for this and you look at uh, some of the stuff that is in there, it ought to really raise an alarm. Polyethylene glycol, things like that, that they put into these vaccines. But also the very fact that all these vaccines operate 
off of these eternal cell lines. You know where these eternal cell lines come from? They come from either aborted babies or they're taken from cancer patients. So they create eternal cell lines. And uh, that ought to cause you to have both ethical as well as medical concerns, if you really think about it. And then one of the things that they mentioned, and when they were very careful, they were giving these instructions to people and talking about how they're going to distribute this, and that had to be kept refrigerated, and uh, you would have to use it within a short period of time after it was warmed up. And it didn't say what would happen to the vaccine's effectiveness or to its safety if it was warm, but they cautioned uh, after it's been warmed up, if it hasn't been used within a short period of time here, I think it was like one day or maybe it was a few hours. I can't remember. I don't have the document in front of me here, but you must dispose of it. Do not use it on somebody if it's been thought out for a certain period of time. Now, that doesn't raise any concerns, right? And uh, one of the other things that they mentioned was the fact that they had to track everybody. You know, they're going to give it to you in two shots. Almost all of these come in two parts. Get one today, another one 30 days later. And because we're going to have multiple vaccines out there, we have to write down not only when you got it, so you get it exactly on schedule, but we also need to know which vaccine you used. Did you use the Pfizer or did you use the Moderna or the AstraZeneca, et cetera, right? Because we don't want to mix these vaccines. So that's another element. When you start to mix vaccines together, you get an undetermined thing. And now, however, in the UK, they're going to have a trial and they're going to mix and match the COVID vaccines. Why not? Because, I mean, it's just a big experiment and you're the guinea pigs. I mean, they just, they, the CDC's own document said, we don't want to mix vaccine A with vaccine B for the second dose. Let's not do that. Because we don't know. We haven't done any trials of that. And so in the UK, they're just going to go in and say, uh, yeah, we'll do that. Let's do that. Why not? Why not? I mean, these people are just guinea pigs. We're trying to kill them as much as we can, right? Uh, the whole point is just to get a number and track people. But, you know, if we can kill some people, that would be a bonus. So let's mix and match the vaccines. We don't know what the interaction with other drugs are either, right? This, this is totally untested. DNA modifying vaccines. But Trump promises it'll be America first. We're going to get our, we're better than everybody. We can rush this through even faster than, well, the UK's won that race and they can have it, quite frankly. Um, we had, uh, a, uh, a nurse first responder who was, uh, shot the other day on her way to work. A tragedy, but as I pointed out, I think it will be counted as a COVID death. Yeah, we can probably uh, manipulate the data. I'm sure that uh, Fauci can, because we've already had people who died in motorcycle accidents and many other things. So why not a a gunshot wounds? I mean, why not? If this is a nurse, obviously she died uh, from COVID. Uh, And uh, the report that we have at InfoWars, uh, Snopes is trying to push back on the former Pfizer vice president uh, talking about female sterilization. And they said, well, he didn't say that. Uh, No, what he said was it might inhibit the formation of the placenta in mammals. It appears key information draws that uh, question. Uh, well, that would be called infertility, wouldn't it? Oh, not according to Snopes. I mean, they will twist anything in every possible way. All right, that's the end of our broadcast today, folks. Take a look at the products that we have at preparewithalex.com. We've got big discounts on storable food as well as gravity feed water filters and many other preparedness items at preparewithalex.com. 
you better prepare for what's coming because it continues to accelerate. The direction isn't changing. We don't have anybody pushing back in the other direction. The question is, how fast? Fox has betrayed President Trump as I predicted they would. They've always been part of the establishment, and it's only going to get worse. If they're able to keep Trump from rightfully taking office for a second term on January 20th, the system is going to drop the hammer harder than ever on this republic. They are going to explode gas prices. They're going to shut down our coal power plants. They're going to cut off the energy source to the U.S. So it's impossible for factories to move back here. This is economic domination. This is economic war. We are being consolidated. We're being taken over. The Democrats aren't mismanaging their blue cities and states. They're consolidating power and control to bankrupt the population and bring them absolutely to heel and then consolidate ownership of all the infrastructure and property. This is a monopolistic takeover. That's what the Great Reset is. Klaus Schwab and these other criminals admit it. That's what social distancing is. So your business is only at 25% for several more years. No small businesses will be there. This is a master plan. Say no.